You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another edition of Cooperative Multiplayer and I can't believe it, the whole original crew has returned for like once and forever. This is a miracle. This is the official 4-1 Game Zone podcast and even though we may not talk a lot of video games today, because you know, apparently when Comic-Con happens, that's like the only thing that happens. Uh, so, joining us today... Is uh, 411mania.com editor Jeremy Thomas. Yo. And returning, probably begrudgingly, Mr. Stephen Randall. I am Groot. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, my uh, regular co host, Daniel Anderson. Hello. And Robert Cooper. This game's going fucking nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) You're watching Sunday Night Football too? No, no, though I am sad because I have Eli Manning and the Philadelphia defense on the same starting roster. You're sad. I'm playing Daniel. He's got Peyton and Brady. Fuck, at least you didn't have Joe Flacco. Yeah. (laughs) Or Derek Carr, even. Mm. Are you going to talk about football again? I I I fell asleep. I keep getting him and David Carr mixed up. That's why you don't name your kids with like you know like the same letters, even if you are going to be cute. Or you could be like George Foreman. Just name them all George. Fuck it, why not? Two seconds in, we're already off track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's par for the course. Oh, on regular days, <laughs> we are off track most of the time. <laughs> well, well, this is the hold on, hold on. I think we should point out Randall did pull us off track with his football comment. Uh-huh. This is true. Uh-huh. What's uh-huh. your point? You guys did it to me for how long? You and your foosball. Dude, I suck at foosball. <laughs> suck at many things. It's terrible. Okay, welcome to the official Foreign Games and Podcast. And as you've May have already heard we sometimes talk about other things that don't involve video games. Doctor Who. Yes. Ooh, 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 quantum leap. As I as I sit here and play the Doctor Who song like under under everything. <laughs> but uh Yes, uh since we man, too bad Randall's on here. Since we had the official four one reviewer of Doctor Who. Heard. Yeah. You know. We had to talk Doctor Who, but I won't. I can go play Shadows of Mortar if that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that New York Comic Con happened. Yep. Anything y'all want to talk about from there? I mean, half the news from this week is from there. <laughs> Did anything really gaming related happen? Lego Batman 3 got new characters. And there's a Lego Batman movie. Oh God! That have, what that's it, what, happening. 
What's the new one? Uh, wh- who's the newest character? I just saw one that was announced today, and it's like it's worse than Kevin Smith. Not that I mind Kevin Conan Smith. Conan O'Brien Conan is O'Brien. Be like your that's guide. it. So like, Daniel, <laughs> this is getting silly. <laughs> at least this when I Lego. think Kevin Smith, I think comic books. Mm. When I think yeah, Conan he... O'Brien, don't, don't get me wrong, I love Conan O'Brien. But when I think Conan O'Brien, I do not think Legos, video games, or comic books. Unless he's badly reviewing a game or something. Right. In which case, you know. Well, even though the one the new characters they did announce for Lego Batman Three, I had no idea who the hell they were. Are they supposed to be like obscure Batman references or something? No, who are the who do who who else besides? Well, I'm looking at Redhead. it here. Well, Arrow and all his contingent are going to be in right. his DLC. Right. And I have no idea if these are so Condiment King, Darkest Night, Batman, Green. Loon Turn, Man Bat, and Solar Suit Superman. A lot of those are Batman characters. Um, Darkest Night was a. Um, was that the Was that the Green Lantern series where everybody died and turned into zombies? Wasn't yeah. that Blackest Night? You're right. You're right. That was Blackest Night, not Darkest Night. I know who the Green Loon Turn is. It was that it's, one. Uh, Daffy Duck. Yeah. Oh. A- okay. Yeah. No. Dark, dark, darkest Night was uh, like a one-shot they did or something like that, where he had a very particular costume. Of course. I think he was like, yeah, anyway. But Condiment King was from the animated series. and hmm. At least there's a Superman in there somewhere. Why don't I, why don't I get the Dracula Batman? Where's my red rain bat? I see. Well, you tell me that it's too scary for a children's game? I say bullshit. Of course, you would say bullshit, but that's <laughs> what they're going to say. Exactly. <laughs> well, you think uh, the Lego Batman movie is going to do as well as the video game movie? Then, uh, if we get Will Arnett to play Batman. He's uh, he is coming back. He's going to be the Batman in the Lego Batman movie. Then it'll be awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it takes two things that everybody loves: Legos and comic books, and just like makes it the main feature. Look it. There's something I remember when I was writing up that news story, though. There was something about that. I think it was the writers or something like that that made me go, "Well." Maybe it'll be good. Seth Graham um, Smith is doing the writing. Yeah, and I like Seth Graham Smith. I like I you know, I love the, the particularly the novel, not so much the movie, uh of Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um but Dude. he also did Dark Shadows, the script for Dark Shadows. <laughs> and he's a talented writer, but I don't he doesn't have the sensibility for a Lego movie. Like, he has a very dark, kind of um, wicked yet cheesy sense of humor that works in certain films. But Lego Batman, no, not so much. They couldn't get the guys who did the Lego movie, perhaps? 
they're busy doing the Lego Movie too, I think. Yeah. Plus, they're now like huge. They're doing tons of movies at this point because they did that. They also did the Twenty One Jump Street movies. <laughs> um, they're so like Twenty Three Jump Street. No. Yeah. They did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, didn't they? I think so. Really? Yeah. That's a good movie. Both of them are good movies. Yeah. It was a... <laughs> Maybe not number two that much, but... Yeah, 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 it was number two everywhere. <laughs> it was tolerable. It wasn't great. No. Not better than I expected a movie about giant food to be, though. Was it better than Dracula Untold? <laughs> yes. Step when they go see that. Yes, he's actually, like, it was a lot better than Dracula Untold. He was like, you want to go see the new Dracula movie? I'm like, no. He's like, why? Dracula's so good. I'm like, no, not this movie. All the reviews say it's shit. And he's like, oh, I want to see it. I'm like, no, I already got plans. I'm not so now see it's it. still made $23.5 million. Plus another 60 now overseas. Something like that already. The overseas it, people would just see anything, though. Well, no. The reason overseas people are... are that sounds really bad. But <laughs> you overseas territories, I will put it that way. The overseas markets go insane for genre films. They go insane for comic book stuff, um, horror, um, anything, obviously, that comes from their... That, that's specific to their particular countries. Um, they, they tend to be pretty big one when it's Hollywood because we tend Hollywood tends to ignore other countries, Independence Day, um, and anything that has a big, huge, like 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 true A list star, they'll they'll go insane for. Well, also I'm just looking at the top ten for the last week, and uh, there's not really anything out anyway. No, there is. Yeah. I mean. Gone no, Girl. but not 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 that we come not that we can we compete with the with no. the new releases. Yeah, Gone, Gone Girl, Girl was still basically number one. It. Yeah, yeah. It, Gone Girl and like all the big summer movies are off the top ten now. Yeah. Well, I thought so, the uh, judge would do better than it did. Yeah, the, I saw a problem with that because if you saw how they were marketing it, they were marketing it as like three separate movies to pay yeah. a chance saw commercials on it was either like a witty uh robert downey jr playing a lawyer version of of tony stark movie um a mystery did the judge actually kill the guy movie and a dysfunctional family drama and it all depended on what network so they were trying to cast out to everywhere they could because they knew the reviews were going to be sketchy yeah, unless he turns into iron man halfway through that movie it's not going to be very good <laughs> <laughs> So let's go backwards a little bit. What have y'all been playing this week? Jeremy, have you had time to play anything? Um, a little bit. Um, I'm actually so... <laughs> I, am, I am currently... I'm not doing a lot of playing right now, mostly because I'm trying to catch up on, on movies I haven't seen. But I played... Um, I'm going to give some shit for this, but I actually did end up finally breaking down and getting Diablo 3 for the Xbox. Uh, The Ultimate Evil Edition, right? It was on discount, and I didn't, for whatever reason, I wasn't patient enough to wait for one of the other better games. Um, And it's okay. It's it's better than the PC version was. Um, 
And I got I played some uh, uh, Need for Speed Rivals because it's free in the EA Vault, and I've got that subscription thing. And I played that for all of about twenty minutes and was done with it. <laughs> Good thing it's free then. <laughs> exactly. I well, wouldn't subscription get... is paying for itself, isn't it? <laughs> no, it, it has because I've gotten. Um, uh, uh, Madden 25, which I don't play a lot of football, but games, but I've, I've been playing it. Um, oh, whoa. And I don't like watching it. I will play video games. Same thing with, with, uh, the NBA games. I, pl- I played the crap out of NBA Live 2014. Um, or no, Wait, not NBA, NBA Live, yeah. NBA 2K14. <laughs> Yeah, I played the hell out of NBA last year. I don't like watching the sports, but I'll play the games. Hey, at least he's doing something involving the sport, you know. And That's I got Peggle free out of the the EA thing, so that was nice. Randall? Oh, well, uh, yeah. I've been playing Shadow of Mortar because it's pretty incredible. Um, and the first game to come out in a long time. <laughs> so Destiny doesn't count? Mm, Destiny is not I don't want to say it's not good Destiny is not the game that they had <laughs> told that it was What about Watch Dogs? I never picked Well, I mean, when Watch Dogs came out I was busy with some other things But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Minor details Yeah, yeah Little little things Oh, One, one small one But uh <laughs> By the time it had come out, they had basically turned me off everything about that game. So I never picked it up. But I've been playing Shadow of Mortar, and I'm still playing Marvel Heroes because it's fun, and I'm playing as Star-Lord. So. There you go. Can't complain about that. Yeah. Is his ultimate move a dance party? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Damn it. If only they could license those songs. <laughs> Daniel? Uh been playing Destiny a little bit more this week. Uh, I mean, I enjoy it. It's not the end-all, be-all game, but for what it is, it's good. Yeah, it's a good shooter, but as what they hyped it as, I don't. I think it falls really short. <laughs> I mean, it basically reminds me of Borderlands 2. Not necessarily in the humor, but in the go around trying to find weapons that are upgrades and keep playing until you get tired of it. Yeah. Robert? Oh, yeah, let's see. I've been playing Final Fantasy 13 going on like three weeks now. Oh, God. You know, I, I told John I'd be talking about things about Final Fantasy 13. He goes, well, what problems are you having now? Well, I've been playing this game for a solid 28 hours, and not only are every character that's not most of the super fucking shitty main characters are, the villains are forgettable, awful, bland. I think I've seen them for all of, like, 10 minutes, and they all kind of look the same and talk the same, and yeah, they kind of suck. And the story so far has been, like, a complete and total, like, nuclear turd, like, what the fuck? I've been playing for 28 hours. What's happened? Okay, we've got to learn 
everybody's backstories and how they relate to everybody else's backstories and what happens here. And it's, it's a nice little interconnected web of flawed character writing. And it's great, no, but that's been the story. Like, it's oh. just been going point A, point B, point C. But for the most part, yeah, maybe they've discovered, they've been trying to figure out their focus, and that's kind of the overarching plot of it all. But that is like a fucking just boring sort of overarching story. Like, fuck. Like, it's it's awful, and I feel like I've been playing a game mostly because I actually kind of like the uh, system that they stole from Final Fantasy X. As I've heard, you know, like Crystarium, like, you know, it's always cool that I can like upgrade things. And yeah, I, I want to get like highest mastery with everything just because I'm obsessive like that. But otherwise, oh, dude, don't do it. <laughs> You'll just continue to play that game. Pain. Has, no, has no one told him how you unlock the highest level? What? You have to beat the game first. Yeah. Yeah, I was told there's like, yeah, most of the, your uh, stuff's going to be in post-game. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, what fucking RPG that's not an Elder Scrolls game has... Or what JRPG has a post-game? This one. See, Final Fantasy to... X was like that, too, though. Was it? See, I've never played X. You, you could unlock it if you kept doing all the side quests, but if you were just doing main story, there was no way you were going to complete everybody's spear grid until you would do it after. <laughs> No, but well, you I actually don't... cannot unlock the Crystarium until you beat the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's huh? right. I thought I unlocked the Crystarium. You oh, can't the last... There's a yeah, last the last level. part. Fucking fun. Damn. If Damn. I were you, do what I did. Just... I finished 13 after I beat 13-2. Just play 13-2. You like Doctor Who and you like Pokemon, you will enjoy that game so much more than 13. <laughs> that has yeah. nothing. Thirteen two is what thirteen should have been. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, I, see, I, I've looked at some of the reviews, and they say Sarah's a very bland character. Which I'm like, well, I mean, hey, you look at the cast of thirteen. You have some jackass that won't shut up about trying to save everybody. You know, he's the stereotypical idiot hero, and we have Hope. Hope's got a little better. Like he stopped me in such a little fucking bitch, and he did try to kill Snow, but it took him like fucking. 20 hours to fucking kill it and try to kill him, which is retarded. Like, what, why don't you go up to him after your I'm a man thing with like lightning and becoming a man and training and bullshit? I don't know. But why don't you just straight up go to him like, hey, you killed my mom. I feel like you're responsible. But instead, he's like, how would you feel if like everybody's family was taken from you? Like, who the fuck talks like that? Especially some like 14 year old jackass. Is he 14? I think he's 14, jackass. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. another good thing. In 13-2, you only see him in like certain spots in the entire game. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Plus, see, Noel makes up for all the blandness of Sarah, so you'll be oh, all right. Oh, that, that, that's good. But then yeah, don't he, play Lightning Returns, because they troll you and have hope <laughs> give you the whole story while you walk around. Oh, God. I, I've heard that that game is pretty kind of like a, just like kind of a wet fart. Like, yeah. it really, it leaves you disappointed and questioning what just happened. Uh, exactly. Yeah. See, yeah, it, makes, it makes me sad because, you know, I've never completed a Final Fantasy game. You know what? Now that I think of it, I don't think I've ever completed a JRPG. 
Because I'm racking you my brain. You can play the Pokemon. That counts. Chrono Trigger's a JRPG. Yeah. I never beat. I never finished Chrono Trigger. You bastard! <laughs> and you. <you're... laughs> Dude, no. Like I, I went to go like keep playing it, and then I got sidetracked by. I think it was yeah. I got sidetracked by Devil May Cry, and then I got sidetracked by more Castlevania. Then I got sidetracked. You did. Oh, you did. That is. <laughs> me well, then you're never going to beat Final Fantasy 13. So let's just move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, no, I, I am going to beat it because I rented it from the library, and damn it, I'm at least going to finish out this fucking shithole of a story. See, he, here's the thing: if 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 I'm doing something that makes me feel like I'm getting kicked in the crotch by somebody wearing stilettos, I stop after about five hours. Um, <laughs> I, I was told it would get better. I swear. This is actually sounding like, sound like a yes, really abusive yes, relationship. It yeah. might get better, but it might get better because that's a, because eventually all the nerve endings are gone and you're numb. You hope. Uh, like I was, like I said in the the pre-show, this this is like this was the worst like four hours like starting experience because okay, so I'm walking around these very samey, blandish like futuristic city environments. And I'm walking in a straight line, which is another problem. Like, just a fucking straight line. So I'm walking in a straight line. I get into a battle. Okay, I'm learning the battle system. That's that's nice. Uh, where's the experience? There is no experience, of course. So, <laughs> so I'm fighting these useless battles to fight useless battles. Like, they keep throwing things at me, but this isn't like the point where they're trying to teach me the game anymore. They're just being assholes and have gotten kind of lazy. God. <laughs> Have you gotten to the open? Has he gotten to the open world part of the game yet? I think I'm close. I'm on the. Uh, uh, okay, he's not going to beat it. Don't worry about it. Once he gets there, he'll, <laughs> he'll give up finally. Yeah. Yeah, a buddy of mine, yeah. one of my best friends, was like, "Hey, hey, Andy, did you ever play uh, Final Fantasy 13? He goes, "Yeah," and then I got to the open world and I got pissed off. He's like, "That's bullshit." Yeah, I, he'll give up there if he got distracted yeah. from Chrono Trigger. The open world part of Final Fantasy 13 will just destroy him. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They've kind of got me in their claws of linearity, so maybe I'll just go straight and paint story. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, God. Like it's, I mean, then again, maybe something different will be a good, like, good change of pace from, like, the poo, like, the giant fucking, like, just poo ball of this game. Uh, like, is it, it, I know this is not representative of any Final Fantasy game, really. Because... No. Like, because it's funny, because I've had more fun playing Dissidia Final Fantasy than I did playing this. And Dissidia is, like, awesome. Everybody should go play it. It's really See, cool. The, the worst part about Final Fantasy thirteen is the battle system is actually not terrible. It's I not. really like the battle system. The game is horrible. Yep. Yeah, the, the battle system, I actually kind of like it. I don't like the fact that I can't control what my, uh, the other people are doing, which I read was fixed in thirteen two. Because it's very frustrating when my healer goes to heal the person with the lowest health, doesn't go to heal the person who needs to be healed because they're about to get fucking owned. And it does take away the whole thing that, well, I mean, granted, Final Fantasy, the first one, is like a gajillion years old at this point. It does kind of uh, take away the strategy of setting things up. Like, okay, you do this, you do this, you do this. I mean... This it's just kind of like okay, you mix these types and okay, you do Sentinel and draw these people and maybe this. But I mean, it, it is a it's a good system, but uh, a lot of the reviews that I was looking at because I tend to do that when I'm playing games just to see you know what what's everybody's baseline. 
<sighs> like when I went to buy Lords of Shadow too. I say we set Robert loose on Final Fantasy VIII and see what he thinks of that one. Oh God! Hey, I like eight. Yeah, we. What? Yeah. What? He we won't. Don't. No, he yeah. won't. Well, absolutely loathe eight. So yes, <laughs> this needs to happen. Well, what's wrong with eight? Or why do you think I would loathe it? Um, the story is terrible. The characters are terrible. Yeah, the if you love is, stories, the story is great. Other than that, the story the is The plot terrible. twist is horrible and predictable, and the battle system is ridiculous. Oh, oh the God. battle system is terrible. Like, terrible. See, that's the thing, because if you've ever listened to me do any of my like other podcasts where I analyze stories and stuff, I'm a big story and character guy. Like, yeah. If you fucking fail on that level, you're, you're going to make me mad, because I, I want to get vested with these people, damn it. Oh god, eight's gonna be bad because you know I want to I want to play all the Final Fantasy games, kind of like I want to oh. beat all the Castlevania games. You'll well, be here for the a while. next twenty years of your life. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, You'll I mean, be hey, here wait, a wait, while. wait, no, hold on, wait. Are you gonna play Tactics too? Maybe. Because if so, welcome to the next thirty years of your life. Yeah, really. Eight's oh, on Steam. Not, not to mention, you got all the other versions of Tactics. So and no, then you've got the uh, you know you got the city and the Cydia and you have Typo and Agito, which apparently those games all the PSP ones are really good apparently, which is that's, that's refreshing. Yeah, yeah I, I played I, it because PSP. Yeah, yeah, it never got translated. Yeah, I can emulate that. Yeehaw! But uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, see actually, something. See if I can make a deal here. Let me just. I'm just looking at Steam. <laughs> oh, by the uh, way, speaking of Final Fantasy 13 and Steam, have y'all seen the reports on the uh, port of that? I'm sure it's terrible. Oh, yeah, dude. It's you, locked you, at 720. Yeah, like, the guy that pretty much apparently fixed a lot of Dark Souls' PC ports problems, like, he did, like, some wonders, but, like, the base version of 13, shit. Goddamn, like, a new Steam setup. Where's my search bar? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, actually, uh, as I've said a few weeks ago, I bought the pretty much every GBA Final Fantasy game, so, yeah, I'm set. <laughs> Because I already have one and two, so I'm getting four, five, and six. Might and as well get three off of Steam or I'll, DS. I'll probably buy it. Robert was never heard from again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Okay. How Final Fantasy VIII yeah. and Aliens Colonial Marines are about the same price on Steam. If Robert <laughs> buys and plays Final Fantasy VIII, I will buy and play Colonial Marines. Do oh, it, Robert. Do it. Hey, Robert. Oh. Robert, oh, yeah, play, oh yeah, Gary is on here. I forgot to say that. Yeah, if you, if you play Final Fantasy VIII, Robert, you will be in seventh heaven. Oh uh, no, let's not oh, start that conversation. No. no. I'm just letting you know, you'll be looking at their shining faces like, you know, a child does to people. So, 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 so Final Fantasy VIII is the equivalent of uh, touching children. Yes, there you go. Oh. Uh, they both hey happened guys. about a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry to crash your party, guys. I just wanted to say hello, and uh, I'm so happy, so ecstatic that Stephen Randall has made his return for at least one night, at least, like The Rock does on a few occasions in WWE, back to his home in Cooperative uh, Multiplayer. Uh, welcome back, Stephen. I feel so loved. And just like yeah. The Rock, he's sitting at his house. Yeah, <laughs> live by satellite. But at least Brandon won't get boot, you know criticized by half the people that. 
Uh, and you guys got Jeremy on here. That's pretty awesome, too, man. I'm stoked about that. So y'all got a full house. Is Daniel not on this podcast tonight, or is he just being quiet like always? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I am here, but I'm being quiet. And I knew it, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, you always do that to me. I always, you know, never know you're there until you just speak up. And I'm happy to hear your, hear your voice. Daniel's so. did you. Like, I remember once we were like, is Daniel awake? And he's like, yeah, I'm here after like 20 minutes of silence. I'm like, huh. I did do that once where I showed up on the sports podcast and I sat there for 30 minutes. And I was like, what's up? You're like, holy fuck, how long have you been here? I'm like, I've been a half hour. Do you ever wonder if our podcasts are too long? Yeah, well, see, Daniel's used to it being the three of us, so he gets to talk more. Uh, I mean, well, I, guys, he, what were you gonna say, Robert? I was just gonna <laughs> say, uh, Sean wasn't kidding when I when he said like, "Yeah, you bring up that you bring up Final Fantasy, we'll be here a while." <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm loading uh, up now. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Steam, uh-huh. are you gonna? Well, I want, to, I want to say one thing, because I can't stay on very long, and I know you got a full party here, so I don't want to crash it too much, but I have a question for all you guys. Are you guys sad at all that uh, Saturday morning cartoons are officially dead on network TV? You have no fucking idea. Oh, God. I am like, I was fucking like, I was so damn sad when I heard about that. I'm like, man, that was my fucking like childhood. Hell, that's my adulthood. You like, know- I'll randomly get in and be like, what's up? What's up, cartoons? I'm going to watch you. You know, as far as I've been, I'm I've, I'm concerned. They've been dead for about 15, 20 years, so... You missed some quality shit. I don't really you care at this it. point. Well, you know, it started for me when they got rid of the afternoon cartoons, the after-school ones. Yeah. Yeah. Animaniacs. Yeah, that makes me sad, too. That was okay. great. Uh. You didn't like Animaniacs? No, 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 sorry. I was seeing uh, this thing from... <laughs> no, dude, Animaniacs was the shit, man. That was a really good show. So was Pinky in the Brain. Oh yeah, like, that should make me happy. Animaniacs was great because it suddenly taught you stuff, and you didn't realize it taught you stuff until after you watched it. And that's the sign of a good teacher. See, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, the last great—well, uh, great might be overstating it a little bit. But the last, the last hurrah of, of afternoon cartoons was, um, I don't remember what they called it, but it was the CW block with Jackie Chan Adventures. And um, I'm paying eight bucks for Final Fantasy 12, eight or 12 bucks. No, thanks. <laughs> but it'll, but he'll, but he'll play Alien Colonial Marines. Hey, you know what? Yeah, that's worth like twenty right. bucks right there. Pay eight bucks for Final Fantasy VIII. He's also going to pay for Colonial Marines. So not only is he playing it, he's buying it to play it. This is going to be like when he's like, "Oh, when he we hit twenty five fans on Cooperative Multiplayer page, I'm going to watch Jack Your Who." And I and did. And then three episodes later, he's like, "Yeah, I got other things to do." We didn't give it. We didn't tell him he had to watch the whole series. We just said he had to start watching Doctor Who. I have to watch at least a full season. I agree. Yeah, but but this is assuming he's gonna be. I'm gonna play Colonial Marines. He's gonna buy it, boot it, play ten minutes of it, realize it's more broken than like a class after a Jewish wedding, and go and do something else. I would play it longer than you would play Final Fantasy. 
Hold on, I'm sorry. How do you know that a glass is broken at a Jewish wedding? I'm sorry. That's part of the tradition. That's the tradition. Like, oh, that's right. Never mind. Put a glass on the ground and then they stomp on it. Oh, that's right. I'm see. I'm not yeah. Jewish, so I have no idea. Stomp that glass like American History X. Yeah. It's, oh, John loves these fan of the Jewish people. So. Did you just compare a Jewish wedding with the <laughs> neo-Nazi curb stomping? Oh. Yeah, yes, he did. Hey, Gary, oh, I was just... How does he Man. still shock you? Gary I... and Robert cannot be on this show yeah. together ever. Okay. Just... Yeah, I, I apologize, and I will get off so that, you know, Robert is no longer... <laughs> you don't have to you know, apologize for Robert being, saying stupid things. Just... But, uh, well, <laughs> here's the last thing. Yep. The last thing I have to say here, guys, and this is it is I just want to give uh, Stephen Randall a uh, heads up, man. I will be, you know, doing my Ebolite tour. Uh, I am from Dallas, Texas, if you did not know that. I'll be flying straight to Canada on a red-eye tonight. So, uh, Canadian Ebola, here we come, baby. Uh, uh, they're going to be a bigger plague than the Cowboys on all the football talk. Uh, oh, I can't uh, wait. Go Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Take that, Seahawks. Oh. So. Well, you guys have a great podcast. I love you guys, and uh, so happy to hear all your voices, man. And I will catch you guys on the flip side, all right? Oh, yeah. At least Later, the Cowboys didn't uh, tie today. He didn't yeah. finish going all the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do miss the Disney afternoon cartoons, though. Yeah. Dude, I actually bought uh, Gargoyle Season 1 at a Walmart pretty recently. That's... I have all three seasons of DuckTales. I have oh. a season of Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Hey, we, we, you know, everybody should fucking like, go buy the DuckTales game that got re-released. But it's terrible. Why? But because you're at least buying things. I don't know. <laughs> you can just get the regular NES version. Capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I mean, okay, so anyway, before... I guess so we can end this segment. Since we were talking about Steam, I saw that Witcher 2 was on sale for like 6 bucks, so I got that and then got Witcher 1 on Steam and played that for a little while. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would, so that's good. It's weird... It has like the little MMO mechanic a little bit where you're clicking the mouse in order to keep hitting the button, but you have to hit it in the right way or it won't do the attack combo. It's weird. Yeah, Witcher combat is hard. <laughs> is it? Yeah, you have to keep pressing the button at the right time or it won't. Yeah, you, oh, have, to actually, you have to actively block, don't you? Yeah, you do. Wow, I'm going to be in trouble because I was playing... Actually, I played uh, Van, The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing, which is a pretty good dungeon crawler. I'm enjoying it. I, I realize I have trouble with dungeon crawlers because I have bad aim. I keep, like, clicking, and then I'll accidentally, like, miss, and then I'll run towards the enemy. And since I'm a mage, that's a bad idea. <laughs> mage tank! <laughs> mage tank. I shit you not, I have seen people do that. Are you kidding? I've done it I did it accidentally in WoW. I see. I, I have. I have been in WoW pugs where um, the the mage suddenly ran up and started tanking. Well, okay. There's your problem right there. It was a WoW pug. 
Well, yes, but sometimes when <laughs> when <laughs> when you're starting off a new character and everybody else is already, you know, maxed out, you have no options other than to putt. That is true. Which I have to figure out all that stuff because I'm playing well by myself, so it's like trying to uh-huh. find people is yeah. You'll find that one per- I randomly found a person that was like trying to get me to start in this new guild with them and I was like, Yeah, I don't have time to worry about when you're gonna be on and when I'm gonna be on and I got too many things going on. <laughs> you can make a play date, you know. Just be like, hey, man, when are you going to be on? Oh, I'm available this time. Hey, let's play together. Sean, like if you want... With words. <laughs> Sean, if you want to make friends in WoW, uh, play a hunter during during instances. Get aggro, get them right up near you and the healer, and then uh, feign death. They'll love that. <laughs> you will make best friends. The, the only experience I've ever had with playing online games in League of Legends where I'm like, all right, guys, so are we going to make a strategy? And then the fucking, the fucking jackasses just run out. And I'm like, fuck these people. <laughs> that sounds like one of my first healing experiences in, in WoW, actually. <laughs> is that how it is in Dota? You just run out there and... Uh, that's why I don't play it. <laughs> uh, uh, did you give up on Dota? Oh, I still watch the the competitive stuff, but I have no chance because I, I don't have time to play a forty five minute match. Yeah, I, I I feel for you. I stopped playing League of Legends once my friends stopped asking me like, "Hey, Coop, when are you gonna get on?" And like I said, I tried to play with the natives. Yeah, that sucked. Those people were idiots. I mean, I know it wasn't very good, but I was at least confident in trying to set up strategies. Like, okay, I'll I'll do this lane. You do that lane. No, these assholes just left me alone. Douchebag. Wish his parents were like fucking more common. Well, there went the 401 Games Dota team. My <laughs> 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 new assholes were playing. I think I think my biggest problem with it with 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 those games was I just hate people too much. Like this is why I don't do a lot of multiplayer stuff is because I'm okay with the fact that you know I'm not as good as the uh, as anybody else and and I'm having problems or I'm better you know I I'm the the gap between me and somebody else is is really high and I'm on, I'm on the positive side I just can't deal with people's personalities and how terrible of of individual people are Oh yeah, yeah. I don't really have the patience for that I love people and all. It's just I've yet to find that I have the time to sit down and like play with people. I don't know because I'm so wishy-washy on things. Yeah, it happens. Like one week I want to do this, next week I want to do that. Yeah, I don't have time to play online games. That's why I'm never going to get into an MMO. Like I once bought Guild Wars and I played it for like two hours and it was okay. Or like that time I played RuneScape in seventh grade, and my friends weren't on, so I'm like, "Oh, I'll just play this," and then I got bored. RuneScape kind of sucked, like a lot. God, in seventh grade, things are usually much more boring than you know when you don't have friends playing. Well, that's I did. True. Uh, you just sucked ass in general. So. Yeah. That's why I started playing Far Cry Classic because they had a sale last week where they had you could get all the Far Cry game the last three Far Cry games for like twenty bucks, uh, 
and I sat there and, well, of course, Classic has the problem where it's like a 10-year-old game and the aiming is terrible. You literally have to almost stand right in front of the guy sometimes, and you'll literally stand right in front of him and go, where the hell, I'm aiming and it's not shooting. Like, why is he not dead? <laughs> but then you'll be like, clear across the level and be able to kill them. I don't, it's very wishy-washy. That's but it makes me... Three. Then again, I, I had the wrong class. But I, I can never hit anything with the targeting reticule on Fallout 3. Ever. All about the bats. Fallout 3 was just, I got lost so many times in that game. Yeah, and I and I, I made a melee class because like for like the first like hour and a half of that game, melee was good. Mm. Yeah, then for the next twenty, yeah, I died a lot. Like every five minutes, die. Well, before we, uh, I posted a list in the forums about all the games that have come out. Mostly, pretty much like almost any game that was good that had a rating of like at least 75 or above. And Randall brought up a something that was interesting that I didn't think about when I was posting the list of would we want to make HD remasters part of Game of the Year or not? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think they should be their own category. Just because there have been so many with the new generation, I'd be okay yes. with, with their own category, but not as part of an overall Game of the Year. I think, and I, and I I said this a little bit earlier, or just a little while ago in there, but I think they should really be case-by-case case things. Like, pers- at least this is my personal perspective on, the, on these. I don't consider, like, the, the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition to count as its own game, because not even, the graphics aren't even that much of an upgrade. They're nice. I bought it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But compare that to, like, uh, uh, Sean had mentioned, the Metro games. And that those are sort of different beasts as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't think you get a lot of points for doing a remastered edition of a, of a game that came out for the PS3. Right, exactly. Well, The Last of Us Remastered was done with very good care. It's not like they just threw it on there and... No, no, it was, but The Last of Us Remastered, they, and even the, the company has said, that, the developers have said, that it was more of a proof of concept for the PS4 for them. It was a get our feet wet and see what we can do for a real game. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, remasters. Yeah, like, I, I almost feel like when they remaster something for a new system that just came out, like, the year before, I almost feel like it's cheating. I feel like a lot of those Game of the Year things are kind of cheating, to an extent. Because, like, you know, you bought the game on day one, bought the DLC, and then lo and behold, like a year later, it's all together for the same price as the original game. Oh, but there's a lot of people that don't want to buy it online and wait for those kind of things. That's true. Well, you know. well I mean, for me, it's, it, it's it's the game I talked about. Is, is There's Marvel Heroes and there's Marvel Heroes 2015, which they renamed the game because they put so much content update into it over the past year that they wanted to rename it and get away from the initial review scores, which were pretty bad. But it's still the same. It's still the same game. That's a little bit different to me because they didn't even, they didn't remaster it even, really. No, it's just They they didn't change the graphics at all, at least not as near as I could tell. Okay, but is is a content update more or less important than a graphical upgrade? 
Yeah. Because uh, Last of Us Remastered is, is a great remaster, but it's literally they've just upgraded the graphics of the same game. Right. And yeah, see, that's something that I don't think counts as its own game for Game of the Year. If it's yeah. something where they've fix, you know, changed functionality or... Or like Final Fantasy three, where they redid the whole game almost. Yeah, that that, right. that is, yeah, that was that like a whole. Probably, I would, I would count game. more of that. I wouldn't say I would count either of those, either the Marvel Heroes or the the Last of Us. I'm just posing the question because Marvel Heroes wasn't a graphical upgrade, but it was a massive content upgrade. Yeah, that was almost like an expansion. Sort of. Yeah, it's literally an entirely different game than it was when it launched. Yeah, but it's the same graphics. Mm. I, okay, I can kind of see. I that. mean, to be frank, it's not like it's going to be one of the ten. No, it's games, it's not going to be. A, either way, it wouldn't be on my list. But you got to make the argument. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you have an opinion. Uh, I'm pretty much in agreement with what everybody's saying. I do think. I mean, when you're talking like expansions. Expansions, I think, are bait. you can count just as a its own game in some cases, and in other cases, it's adding like one level onto something, and it feels like you're paying twenty, thirty bucks for crap. At least historically, <laughs> right? I mean, it's case by case basis, really. Well, yeah. here's the case. Here's the one case I think it's going to come down to us for our game of the year awards, and for a lot of people, is the Diablo Three Reaper of Souls edition for the next gen consoles. That's I counted. I counted it. I would count that. I, that's that's where I think the debate comes because is it a new game? Not necessarily, isn't it? Just a port to the consoles, including the expansion. It is, but it's well, it's, the, it's made for the system. There's it was so made much specifically functionality for the that's fixed. Yeah, like yeah. that game, I would count. I would actually count that game as a new game. It still wouldn't make my list, but no, I would. I either. would. I would not disagree if somebody put it on the list in terms of that doesn't count. But you just know it's going to create an argument. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see because we really – there's a few new people and we still don't even know who has next-gen consoles and who doesn't. So we might have some of these on there by default because it's all they've been able to play. Well, yeah. plus it's been a shit year for games. It's picking yeah, up so far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, it's picking up now. It absolutely is picking up now. But, like, I was looking through that list, and I was like, oh, God, if I did count Doom Raider <laughs> Definitive Edition, it probably would be high on my list. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I counted it was because there was probably people, there, there's probably a few people like, like me that don't have the Nexus system yet, but, yeah. you know, you don't, you probably won't be able to play these games, these the last tale of the games that are coming out that are going to be the good ones. You know, the worst yeah. part is, is this year could have been such a good, good year for games. And next year is going to be an awesome year for games because of all the delays. True. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's if they don't get delayed to 2016. But they well, yeah, could have said that last year too. Yeah. Like this year was the shaping up to be got pushed out. This year was shaping up to be really good. And then they delayed everything. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, they just delayed the crew again. You know, they again did they to December. 
Okay. Well. Oh well. Okay. It could be. It's well, like Jesus on that Christ. border of whether we would count it as game of the year or not because it's. Well, I don't think it'd get on the list anyway. Yeah. I'm sort well, of. I'm sort of assembling my list right now. I actually think WWE Supercard might be on my list. That's how sad it is. <laughs> Don't put that on the list. It's such a bad game. It's I will not. just this. I will say this. Do not forget about South Park. Yeah, that game should be on people's game, list. game, but it's fun. Oh no, I play it too. I'm just saying it shouldn't be on anyone's top ten list. No, it shouldn't. But that's how terrible this year is. I've only, I think I've Granted, only. There's, there's a few like, recent ones I haven't played, but. I think I've only played one new game for this year, and we know what it is. And if it makes the top five of anything, it's top five games I really wish I wouldn't have spent $60 on. Lois <laughs> <laughs> of Shadow 2. Yes. It, God. That it. Uh, so are we going to are we gonna throw the same fit that we did two years ago for Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us? No, Wolf Among Us is definitely eligible this year because it wasn't eligible last year. One well, no, I meant yeah. like there was a lot of us that complained, and that was the year that we made it. But we, it was categories, and we had the like four categories that didn't get blurbs, and we had a lot of people complaining that Walking Dead shouldn't have been a Game of the Year candidate, and it almost won. Yeah, fuck them. They, they were wrong. <laughs> yes, they were. They were flat out wrong in the story. <laughs> yeah. Just making sure we're not going to have that problem because I mean, oh, no, no, no. The... we will have that problem because Wolf Among Us was great and Walking Dead too. Maybe not as great as the first one, but still there. Anyone who says that those games don't belong on a game of the year list can come talk to me, and I will explain why they are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it quick because you're wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Target Terror to show up again? Oh, no, thank God. Even though Solens will probably peek his head in when that... Shit, that reminds me, I still need to get some people links to the forum. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to my... ask you so I could get on the forums and find out what's going on. Well, no, so so here's what happened with that. So, I quit. Um, <laughs> well, actually, yes, but that, that, that... So here's what happened with the forums. Uh, it's kind of a funny story. So about like uh, sometime in the last week, it was like a, a week before the month was up. Uh, I, I got emailed, hey, uh, do, we, do, do we really use the forums much anymore? Because it, it might not be, we might not be have it around because it's on the old, ser- the old site server and blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, uh, kind of. Um, he's like, okay, well, we'll try, you know, I'll, I'll get one set up on the new server, but grab anything that you might need to get off of the old one, which is when I posted the, posted the thing about it. Um, and then it crashes or it goes away. And I was like, yeah, we can't go three, four days, however long it might take for him to get set up a farm. So I was like, well, I set this up as a permanent one. And he was like, perfect. Use that one from now on. Hmm. Um, and the only thing that I had to go off of because I didn't have time just to grab every use, every username and email address that was on the old forum was the current site's list of active writers. So I just emailed everybody that was that with here's, you know, here's the links, blah, 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 blah. And people that I'd forgotten about are people I've forgotten about. 
Yeah. That's why I don't have posting access, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah, I got my link from Sean, but the reason I haven't been back is because I forgot what the website was. <laughs> yeah. I've been gone for yeah. two months and I've already forgotten. At least the other one had something to do with 401. This one doesn't, it? so it's kind of like, huh? No, I, I actually... There, there's a good thing to that. That means that, that random people, and don't think it didn't happen. Oh, I know it did. People can't try and sneak their way onto the forums without being writers. Ah. Uh, it's, it's been a problem ever since the split. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, we had some people had, that weren't exactly writers show up. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's... <laughs> but, and we have, at least we haven't yet been hit with spam bots, so that's a good sign. Oh yeah, oh. and I'm looking at I'm looking at the games too, and my top ten list is going to be like a top three list with a bunch of filler at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have, yeah, really, I've got Titanfall, and it is a really really weak year for for really good games. Yeah, and get season two Wolf Among Us, and then I've actually got Diablo three and Supercard right now, all of the ones that I grabbed out of Sean's list. Well, uh, Alien Isolation isn't on the list, but it's out. It's there. It is. I, just it really is. Look for I just it. I need to get I need to get that game for. Would I get to count the new Pokemon games? The what? Uh, oh, Mega Ruby and whatever. Now, yeah, you that, could. Yeah, I mean that's what I was thinking because that's like once like Black Friday hits, I plan on buying that and the new Smash Brothers. Even though I must say the new Smash the new Smash Bros game is a. Uh, I don't know if, if you guys have tried to play it at all. It is awkward on that little screen. Yeah, that's what it, I've heard. But the but the the Wii U one is coming out in uh, in November. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to buy a Wii U to play that. Yeah, but the 3DS one sold <laughs> 2.8 million. So yeah, I, I just the through the Smash on a 3DS seems wrong. It, yeah, when I played it, like I, I enjoyed playing the demo and all, but I was like, I. I I'm not used to this screen, and it doesn't feel right. Not that yeah. I, I don't think I've always been complete and total ass at those games, but I, I feel like I should at least buy it because it's one of the big releases. I think we've actually gotten some pretty good uh, handheld games for 2014, haven't we? And not bad. Yeah. Bravely Default. Yeah, Bravely Default. Uh, Phoenix Wright and versus uh, Professor Layton. Yeah. The, uh, there's a few other ones I can't think. That that <laughs> list is a blur for me right now. <laughs> there's a new There's a new theater rhythm. Yeah, the theater rhythm game. So here's what I'm looking at through here. We still have a Sunset Overdrive that needs to come out. Bayonetta what? 2. Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And <sighs> duty. I mean. It may be overhyped, but W2K15 looks awesome and sounds awesome by the career mode. I feel like we're just really hoping hard that it doesn't suck and we're going to get disappointed. You know, I <laughs> w, our, uh, and the the my career mode for, for NBA 2K14, the fact that they based my career off of that is what's actually made me excited for the game because I love yeah. the my career mode. Totally agree. Well, I'm hoping it's good, but I really don't want to get overhyped. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything's going to be better in 24-7 mode. Oh, man. 
Don't get me started on that. Yeah, we got Far Cry 4 still and Assassin's Creed Unity and Rogue and... Yeah, Rogue looks a lot Unity to me. Maybe it's because I'm, like, antisocial. I don't know. It looks pretty cool, though. Well, it's basically 4. Continuation of 4. Too bad Drive Club's looking like crap. (laughs) Yeah. Because that was one of... Some reviews I read, it's good. It's just... Not very like good. End all, be all, or whatever. I think it's going to be hurt by the fact that it's coming out at the same time as Forza. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not that many driving games, and I guess when you come out at the same time as the other driving game, the better driving game, the other arcade version of the driving game too. Well, oh. the only thing that's going to help Drive Club is it, or for both, is they're both console exclusive. An arcade Forza. Yeah, Whoa. that's what Forza Horizon is. It's oh, arcade Forza. I love arcade driving games because I suck at regular driving games. Yeah. Well, like yeah just uh, to go back to what we were touching on about remastered. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Halo collection? Oh, that no. That's different. That's mm. completely different for me. I mean, I mean, is that something you would consider as being a game of the year or not? Not me personally. I almost feel like a re-release game shouldn't be game of the year because it's already had its shot, right? Yeah, see, I think of it the same way that I would think of uh, music or movies. And I'm sorry, just because they re-release Jurassic Park in 3D doesn't make it the best movie released that year, or... Just because they're reissuing Led Zeppelin al- album this year doesn't mean Led Zeppelin had the best album of the year. Because if they'd gone to win in a theater once this year, which I think they do, doesn't make it the yeah. best movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I was I, just curious. It popped in my head as we were talking about games coming out the rest of the year. That's mm. I think I would hate to see a game like not that Halo Collection is a bad thing, or but I would hate to see it win Game of the Year. I would hate to think that the year's crop was that thin that a collection of re-releases wins Game of the Year. If they I'm were not to opposed add- to being on a list, I just when it comes down to number one, I don't think it can. You know, I would hate. I would just. I would like to think that there were better games than re-releases out this year. I mean, yeah. it depends on how big the number you want to make. Well, I, I think mean. if if they were to add significant content to it, that's and, and rework the 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 you know functionality and stuff, that's a different matter. But because then it is essentially a new game, even if the story, storyline's the same or whatever. I mean, they they are having to rework one and two for the next gen. Yeah, but they're planning to keep the same physics engine, right? Like yeah. Halo 1 will play like Halo 1? As far as I know, yeah. that's That was one of their selling points. Right. It goes yeah, but, back to the... To the it's, it's the same Halo game with a new coat of paint. Right. Yeah. It's Malibu Stacy with a new hat. Nice. <laughs> well, at least uh, you got a Simpsons reference. <laughs> I mean, sure, it'll sell a ton of copies, but is it really? Does that make it the best game of the year? Oh, I mean, hey, if best-selling meant, like, it's the best thing, then Michael Bay's ass would be, like, fucking Oscars out of... That's not... That sounds painful. 
Like, I have enough trouble with the fact that Call of Duty is probably going to end up on a lot of top 10 lists because it doesn't deserve to be anywhere near it, but it's going to be a big game that a lot of people played, and it's going to make the list. Well, let's say yeah. this about the new Call of Duty. It is a new take from a new developer, so it could be yeah. fresh. This it is could, true. I'm not saying it won't be, although we haven't heard a lot about it, which kind of worries me. But you're saying there's a chance. But... <laughs> Again, I, I mean, it's just personal preference. I would never put a Call of Duty game as my game of the year, but... I think, well, I think the only time I've ever seen a Call of Duty game end up being best on the system was when the, the 360 first came out, Call of Duty 2 was the best thing you could buy. Yeah, Modern Warfare 2, I think, probably was the last one that would have justified it. Two or three, I can't remember. It'll be there on people's lists. Because, It'll be on lists, but... you know. Who knows? Like Daniel said, it's such. It, it might do enough new that it could warrant it. Yeah. Of course, every bro is going to think it's the best game ever, anyways. Well, thank and God we don't have a lot of bros. And as much as I don't like Call of Duty, I'd still rather see it on a top ten list than a remix of Halo. <laughs> if you follow me, I don't oh, I know about you. that, but yeah. Because at least the Call of Duty game will be a new game. Right. Halo's better quality. I'm sure it is. I'm sure Halo's great. But <laughs> No, I, I totally get what you mean by that. Yeah, because yeah, I mean at least that one's new. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about Xbox, this whole Xbox One parody clause thing. Hmm? Where do you guys stand on you know, Jeremy and Daniel that have Xbox Ones? How do you feel about this parody clause? And do you think it hurts the system? Hold on just a second as I type in Xbox One parody clause into... Parody or parody? Parody as in... Basically, okay, Phil Spencer says that he doesn't want anything that was released first on another console. He wants it to have... That you made it for the Xbox One in mind and not that you just threw it on the Xbox One later after everybody else. Because you wanted to make some extra money. Oh, I get, it, I get his plan, but I don't think it's a hope and hell of working. Okay, it's an indie yeah, clause. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's an, an indie, indie game clause. With, yeah. Where he says that if an indie developer wants to release their game on Xbox One, they have to release it first on Xbox One and have an exclusivity window. That's bullshit. That's not going to work. It's no, no, it's not. Three. I thought that's what they were stopping well, from doing. But, you know. Because Sony is... Well, Sony and... Everyone else, to a limited extent, or to an extent, has said, "Bring us all your indies." So you can't be the system that puts restrictions on the indies. And then their argument is, the indie companies can't get both games done at the same time, for like the game done on two separate consoles. And that doesn't seem capable of doing it. (laughs) Well. I mean, I'm just, I'm reading a story. No, I know that's their stance. I get their stance, and I understand what they're trying to do, but it's not going to work. I don't think it will either. I think unless they're getting some type of monetary incentive to do that, I don't think it's going to work. This is already, like, Microsoft is already the company that's not seen as friendly to indies going back to the 360. To To a certain extent. There's a perspective that they're not. And so you can't you can't be anything but friendly, and this isn't friendly. 
But see, here's the thing. We have seen Spencer not afraid to backtrack on something that had bad uh, press with it. This could be something that he back, backtracks on. I don't this think it seems getting, like it's higher than him, though. I don't think it's getting a whole lot of actual bad press. I mean, like, Reddit is going nuts over it, but... Well, it's from Reddit. A, from a business perspective, it's a good idea. From a realistic perspective, it's not going to work. Yeah, because uh, there's going to be a ton of things that are going to release first on PS4, or I'm guessing he's only counting PS4, because I'm sure he doesn't care if something releases on PC oh, first. Oh, no. PC is neutral ground. Nobody cares about that. It's it's yeah. Sony he's going after. And I can yep, kind of, uh, I, I understand where he's coming from. Um, the problem is he's coming from behind. Like, yes. That's if the they problem. were leading, this wouldn't be a problem. He's coming from the position of probably being a little, for, for lack of a better term, I'm not trying to say it in, a, in really an insulting way, but sort of a butthurt position where um, freaking Sony has so many more exclusives from the major games that they don't want to be way behind on, so many more than Microsoft, that they don't want to be way behind on um, indie games either. And I get that. It's not going to work, but I get that. Yeah, they're acting like they're going to set the trend, but they're not. <laughs> well, and let's, let's face it. We still haven't gotten to the point where, unless your name is Minecraft, which they bought that, <laughs> uh, you're not going to sell a system on an indie game. No, oh, God. Not. So it, at this point, why does this matter? Like, because just, there's a lot of indies. Yeah, I know, it's, but who just let them all come out for all the systems? Why? Well, do you, yeah, I don't get why you're trying to restrict them because there's so many of them. I mean, you want people to buy things on your system. Don't make restrictions for. Well, yeah, we just spent the past half hour talking about how there were no games out this year. Well, no major games out well, but this year. Even, even the indie games, there weren't a whole lot of notable ones. I mean, like I would no, put Shovel Knight on my list, but that's just me, yeah, I guess. I don't, there's no real, for me, there's no real, like, Gone Home last year. Mm -hmm. There isn't one of those this year. Like, just the blow-away indie game that everybody should play. No, no, not no, at all. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, because when you look at uh, I kind of think of indie games as, like, Almost like that thing that there's always going to be like a good indie game. That's kind of the way I look at it. Cause and there's been there's been decent ones, but there's last year I, we noted was a really great year for indie games. There were a lot of really good ones, and this year not so much. So if you're already on a game shortage, why would you start trying to restrict them? Yeah, I also feel like uh, just saying like no, you can't come out with games for our system. System is almost a really stupid idea because isn't that making it to where that's less games to your system? Yeah, that's what they're doing. It's that, kind of dumb. Um, so like, okay, yeah, we, we don't have as many games on our system, so let's restrict the amount of games on our system. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, so would you... Well, I mean, he says he's he's willing to talk to the developers and try to figure out what's going on. Obviously, he's going to do it on a case-by-case -case basis, he says. But, hmm. you know, if that's always been around, how hmm. would you... Uh, deal with uh, like how would you have dealt with Child of Light which came out for all the systems and 
which was one of the better ones, and and Valiant Hearts and all that kind of stuff that came out for all, you know almost all the systems. I mean, what are you doing there? It's not like it's just coming out for Xbox One. Well, you have to remember this is the company that ran a their comeback uh, commercial featuring all their exclusive games, which featured very few actual console exclusives. So. Well, Sony's done that too. I'm not saying they have, but it was kind of <laughs> funny to watch the commercial where Microsoft went, we're coming back with all these exclusive games like Assassin's Creed and Call <laughs> of Duty, which are not exclusive. Yeah. We just I have guess... exclusive DLC. and Yeah, hey, hey, which is a big deal because Sony's making out like a bandit on the Destiny exclusive content. Yeah. True that. But, uh... you know, it, it's it's promoting that we have exclusives that we don't actually have. There is one thing that I actually am kind of glad that they're doing this policy for, um, which is a little bit converse to the idea of, you know, why would we want less games on this system? Is that the less indie games that we, the less indie games we have on there, the less shitty ones we have on there. Yeah. And the less they're going to throw that shovelware as their here's our gold free game of the month deal. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. Because. They have actually, for the most part, there have been a couple bad games on the uh, for the Xbox One on the on the uh, on the free games for gold so far, but not that many. Most of them have been fairly good games. Um, so that's one small point where I yeah, appreciate you, you can understand the, the need for quality control, but it's I don't a know. terrible idea overall. But I'm just trying to look <laughs> at the bright side. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing you can say. We haven't had a lot of just completely terrible games come out this year either. Oh, we you know, can't afford to make a terrible game anymore. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, but still. Games. You make I mean, a good game and you're still going out of business. I would, I would say the worst game this year so far is probably Drive Club, and it came out because it's a Sony exclusive. Yeah. Uh, what? Trying to think of. And it's not terrible, but it's not very good. Well, I mean, there, weren't there a lot of, like, I know the new Thief was very mediocre. Oh, yeah, Thief was probably one of the worst games. That, Thief was mediocre. Yeah. Lord of Shadow, looking at the reviews for Drive Club, Lord of Shadow got worse reviews. Yeah, but, and, yeah, Lord of Shadow was probably pretty bad. And but, uh, Final Lightning Returns got bad reviews. Mm-hmm. But none of them were truly terrible. Like, there are no zero-star games this year. Like, there's, yeah, nothing no. at, there's nothing at the Colonial Marines level. No. Yeah. Lord right. Not that I can think of. It was like maybe like two and a half. Two. No, it was two. Those fucking stealth sections. <laughs> well, last week we talked about Disney canceling a few Star Wars games. Apparently there's now a bigger list of canceled Star that. Wars games. That's they, that. uh, not only have they, ca- they canceled that Star Wars 1313, they canceled a collection of the Rogue Squadron games that were supposed to be remade for the Xbox. Man, that makes me so sad. And uh, they also canceled a complete Wii version of Rogue Squadron. <laughs> it, it, it missed on every single stinking system. <laughs> well, then there was the... Uh... Rogue Squadron X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, which was going to have cooperative multiplayer in it. That's neat. I would have liked that. That would have been great. When does the movie come but out again? Apparently, it, 
turn into the game the next uh, year. Layer. The, next year. the PS3, one of the launch titles, Layer. The one with the six-axis control. Yeah. yeah. I remember that game. A lot they of people expected to be so good, and then it was complete and total ass. Wait, they adapted the six-axis controls? Uh, uh, no, this, uh, it, this was not canceled by Disney. No, it wasn't uh, Disney. Well, it was canceled by LucasArts or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, the compilation was canceled by LucasArts, and then they were trying to make a 360 Rogue Squadron game, and then that was canceled, and then Sony came to them and said, why don't you use what you've done for a launch game for the PS3, and it turned into a layer. Yeah. And then the studio closed. They really also wanted uh, the Wii Wheel to let you control the 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 Rogue Squadron thing for the Wii version. Well, yeah, of course. But they couldn't get that to work or something like that. I wonder why it's been so hard for them to come out with a another Star Wars flight simulator. Like they used to release those things like fucking like t- like because like Microsoft what? stopped making flight simulators. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the transition with LucasArts being sold to Disney. I mean, no. they gotta pack everything up and reboot everything and figure out where they are. I guess, and it's not on the PC like it used to. Be. Yeah, a lot of flight simulators for the PC. Games and stuff in the 90s. Well, now it looks like they're trying to throw multiple games into one. Like with Battlefront, if you wanted to fly a fighter, you can. Yeah. In the Old Republic, they have space on there now. I think they're trying to clear out the queue before the movie hits, and then they're going to put out then they're going to judge that on the games that come out. Well, well there's no new- point in doing another Rogue Squadron game because all of the books that talked about Rogue yeah. Squadron no longer exist. Well, no, yeah. that's not that is not entirely true. The uh, current, all of the current expanded universe canon is in a gray area until the movie comes out. It's not canon right now, but they're not. But they've said they're not saying what will be canon. Right. Yeah. So at this point, it's not canon, and and that's where I, I agree with Stephen on this, is it's not canon, so they can't put out any games that are based on that stuff, because that's just going to set everyone in a tizzy. Um, so until that first film comes out, and they and we, everybody knows, because obviously they know right now, but everybody knows what the canon actually is, then they can start figuring out what to make games off of. Yeah. Right. Like the new Star Wars pod arcade game or whatever that they showed it. It, uh, did you, I think Daniel's the one that told me he read stuff about it that it sounded kind of cool. I mean, it's going to be like the old Star Wars arcade game that they had, which was kind of a rail shooter. But it's in a pod, big curved screen like it's surrounding you. I mean, it looks like it's going to be a fun game to play at like a Dave and Buster's or something. Well, I mean, and we'll still get Battlefront, so. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> we hope. In theory. Yeah, we hope, right? Uh, so. Yeah, we, we can hope. You know, I'm telling you, I've always, I've listed my 
list of Star Wars games that need to come out before I can die happy. <laughs> so apparently, we. I thought we were done with this, but, but Ubisoft started it again with the Assassin's Creed. Apparently, the Unity is going to come out at 900p and 30 frames per second, and everybody's bitching because the oh, PS4 because... should be able to do yeah. 1080p and Ubisoft's huh. living in it because of Microsoft. Because Microsoft has the exclusivity, or the not the exclusivity, but they're the they're the ones advertising Assassin's Creed. It's it's a joke. So do you believe Ubisoft when they say they are not limiting their game? I think that it's the first Assassin's Creed that was designed for next gen console, and they're they haven't reached the capabilities of fully exploiting the engines they're using. So they they did it in a resolution they know that they can support. Which is smart. And yeah, one thing I mean, that the game does kind of make sense to me that I saw them mention in another article, you are having a lot more on screen in an Assassin's Creed game than you do in like a FPS game in general. Yeah. You have a lot more They're, characters on screen, a lot more interaction that you're having to do. And if, uh, if Shadows of Mordor is any indication, there's a lot more AI going on. That would also work on the processor, which would limit your resolution. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, it's still going to look good no matter what. Yeah. And you're not you can't gonna... tell the difference. No. Plus, right. they said they can patch it after. Yeah. You know? So. I think the next Assassin's Creed will be 1080p. This one is their first one. They've had limited time to develop it, and they just want to get a game out because it's a yearly franchise. Plus, I wonder if they always had the idea of making Rogue or if they were going to make Unity for it and then they realized it wasn't going to work for 360 and PS3 and then decided to scrap it. Plus, why? Like Microsoft would have to throw money at them to get them to do this because otherwise they would tell them to pound sand. And why would Microsoft do that? Yeah, it's not going to... It's not stopping people from buying other games on Xbox One. So, you know... the The... the I mean, the the amount of people that probably have both systems right now is probably pretty slim. Yeah. So it's it's not like you're not going to buy Assassin's Creed for your whatever next-gen right. system you have right now. And why would Ubisoft restrict themselves or buy, like, deliberately restrict their, their graphic revolution if they didn't have another choice to the console with the lower player base? Because, you know, it's the internet. They have to bitch about something. It doesn't make sense. They, they they should want people to buy more copies of the game. So, they yeah. why would they... like Unless Microsoft paid them for an exclusivity deal like they did with Tomb Raider. Ubisoft is just making their game. They don't care what Sony or Microsoft have to say. But let's be honest. The people that are buying this game, the majority of the people that are buying this game, don't give a flying crap whether it's 900p or nope. 750p or whatever. I it's don't just, give a shit. Nobody cares. Graphics nerds care, and they can't tell either. Yeah. Nobody cares except for people in message boards. Then it's the most important thing known to man. Yeah, seriously. Like When I hit the high button between high and medium on the some of the PC games, I can't tell. What the you know? You know what? Yeah. Graphics don't matter because if graphics mattered, then Crisis would be the best-selling game of all time. 
Uh, I'll say this graphics matter to an extent. Yeah. But once you get to that point, whether it is a graphics or a plus graphics, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. You're, split, you're splitting hairs for no reason. Yeah, yep. really. Well, yeah. oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if it runs, if you can do 900p and 60 frames a second, isn't that better than 1080p 30 frames a second? Yeah. In terms of less stuttering in gameplay? Yeah, because you want it to be steady. It doesn't, yeah. you know, get all choppy and everything. It just sometimes... Oh, you're, talk- you're talking way too much reason for the internet. I know. I'll try to stop. I, I, I've been off. I've been retired from internet debating for a couple of months. I've lost my touch. I start looking <laughs> at things reasonably. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Right, maybe, maybe everything doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. Don't go this far now. Oh no 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 no. Maybe yeah. both sides have an there. argument. And then it continued when uh, the Evil Within people said that it, theirs is also 900p and 30 fps, or it's it's it runs on 30 fps. He was still bitched. Who cares? And it's like, fuck? hey, you know what? We meant the game to run at 30 fps. So is it a good it. game? Yes. That's, That's what matters. Question. Is it going to be the return to survival horror that they keep championing it as? I guess we'll find out. But yeah. That's uh. all I care about. Some of the best games I played were 16-bit. So, right. you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, still good games. necessarily make a good game. Sure, it can help. But <laughs> yeah. Like, mileage may vary. I mean, there's there's people that they want to use their PS4, their Xbox One, or their PC as the, hey, look at this, what this thing can do. Why don't you get one too so we can play? Yeah, we call them snobs. But really, if the game's good, what they're, that's what they're going to care about, you know. <sighs> but uh, well, you guys get to figure this out. I don't know if this is going to work. But I guess Amazon does. Amazon is thinking about making their first brick-and-mortar store in New York. Uh, That's man. ironic for, like, six different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll sell the Ouya. Oh, fuck's sake. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm something entirely different. Apparently, Batista's going to be a henchman in Bond 24. Yeah. That's Why not? the role he was born to play, baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, hey, I was Marvel. more for fuck's saking because that means I have to put it up. But of course, yep. <laughs> Why would Amazon, the company that revolutionized the idea of not having a brick and mortar store, create a brick and mortar store? Because yeah. they in a circle in a city that is famous for having stuff delivered to you. It's very much <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> so true. I'm about I'm about to about to go kind of random places, but it's almost like do, do we have any Gundam fans here? Any Gundam fans? Okay, Just good. It, it's almost like with Gundam, if you look at it, it started out as the anti super robot show, and then by the time we hit the '90s, it became a super robot show. It's kind of like I guess they've done all that they can with what they revolutionized. So fuck it, let's go back and do what was popular. Well, there's. They're saying it's mainly to start it up in, during the holiday season as a mini warehouse. 
to keep things and so that customers can pick up. They don't already have warehouses? That, so that, that they can makes, pick up online orders and return products without having to wait and all that stuff. Uh, okay, I can kind of see that. I guess, but is Amazon's return policy really that hard? No, it's not at all. <laughs> no. Like they I have problems with Amazon as a, as as a corporate entity. There are things that they do that I don't like. That being said, I do almost all my shopping through them because it's so goddamn easy. Let's admit it. They suck, but they win. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not quite to the Walmart level of evil, so I don't feel like I need to take a shower if I consider, like, buying something through them. Um, Whatever's cheap. I'm a horrible well, I mean, we're all poor here, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I shop at the grocery Walmart because it's cheap. Why not? Hell yeah. Uh, it's better than Aldi's. Oh, Aldi. Hey, you know that idea that they have with the cards is pretty fucking genius. Okay, yeah, but uh, I'm sorry. Some of the food is just... Oh, uh, see, yeah. Uh, it's kind of iffy. My mom will shop from there, and I'm like, why... Why? I, for the love of all that is holy moly. I can't wait for this store to open and someone to, on the internet, of course, to run a test where they order something from Amazon <laughs> and see if they can get it from the online service before they can get it at the store. They probably can because yeah. Amazon predicts what you're going to buy and ships it to the nearest warehouse to you already. Yeah. Doesn't it have same-day delivery if you have the Amazon Prime? You no. can. It's, it's a free two-day two delivery, isn't it? There are some things that are same day. You can get stuff overnight. I have yet to see where you can actually get it same day. They do do, however, um, uh, Saturday deliveries. Even though the or uh, is it no? Is it Saturday delivery? Yeah, it's Saturday deliveries through UPS who don't otherwise uh, deliver on Saturdays. Yeah, I think I was. I think I was reading someone in, in the San Francisco area. It's probably just major cities that you could get same day for some stuff. Probably because they have like a warehouse there. Yeah, so oh, that's wait, what I want to see happen. I mean, at least they're realistic about it. They say that they could use it as an experiment to sell their Kindles and smartphones and Fire TVs. The things that nobody wants. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that they have to get Gary Busey to sell because apparently nobody else is going to do it. Uh, uh, that they are expecting it that it could fail and they have no problem with it apparently. Well, then they're going to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, at least they're realistic about it, right? Hey, this is <laughs> they look. Probably going to fail. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> Let's do it if it catches on. Hell. I guess, but <laughs> it's not going to. Hey, remember how we stopped going to stores? Let's start going to stores again. Yeah, you know, I kind of miss that experience. Yeah. Remember all the rush of Christmas at the mall where the lines are like oh, half an hour God. long and the food court is crowded? Let's tramp. do that again. Like tramp. Yeah. Don't remind me. Tramping? Yeah. No, about what? the store during the holidays. Just oh, the... <laughs> yeah, it's evil. Ugh. But uh, so you know, Randall, you you have this, and I guess you can. I don't th- know that I've we've had you on here to talk about it, but uh, Sony is releasing a phone 
that is going to have the remote play capabilities. Uh, yeah. The Sony Xperia G3, whatever. But I, I, I was going to talk to you about the PlayStation Now. Okay. Does it work for you? I have not tried it. You have not? Um, I have not. I don't have any pressing need to try it, so I haven't really looked into it. Um, what do you think about the prices? Aren't they a little bit extravagant? A little bit, but I mean, from the perspective that they probably don't expect many people to use the whole month rental or the extended one. They're shooting for the people who are renting for a week. And at a week, it's not a bad price. Yeah, it runs about the, usually about the same. Like if you run something from Redbox for a week, or at least for five days, it's ten bucks. If you went every yeah, it, week, it's, it's fourteen. It's a competitive price for what you're what they're asking. Um, I haven't had like I haven't had time to play that many games because obviously, uh, I have a son who's sitting on my chest ninety percent of the time when he's not asleep. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I learned to type one handed. Oh yes, um, hard. That happens. Yeah, it's it's hard, but you learn. From my um, perspective, I, 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 it's not a service that I particularly need. I didn't even like the, the announcement that it was live and out. Really got under my notice because I didn't have time. I guess um, I can't really offer much insight onto it. If it works properly, it's a good service, and like I said, the price is competitive. Um, but I don't think it's going to be as widespread as they're hoping. I, I, I think you really, it's, it's like the WWE network. They're really counting on people really wanting to play the old games. Yeah. And I, I mean, don't if they think, were doing that. I would have put PS2 and PS1 on it too, but yeah. And I don't I mean, think they're going to, I think it's going to appeal to a very limited number of people, but if it works well, then it's a system that there's no, there's nothing but benefits for them. Yeah. But I'm I mean, like doesn't the, the running it cost you money and the bandwidth it costs to stream all that? And Well, you'd have to ask that. I, I assume so, but I don't know. Um, doesn't it cost Microsoft to have those 100,000 dedicated servers? Yeah. Same thing. Used. I mean, yeah. And if it doesn't get used, then they'll work out something else. I mean, it's, you know, it's an evolving process. It's like maybe they freed up a bunch of servers by closing down home. Yeah. Oh, hell, they let that thing run for how many years? Ugh. Seems like forever at this point. It was that was never worth the time or effort. Do you <laughs> believe they them when they say it was making them seven figures and profitable at one point? Eh, people do buy a lot of things that they don't need on through microtransactions, but not really. I thought that was a really. Are we just trying to like cover our asses at this point? I mean, just... it's possible but unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess because just through the volume of people maybe using it, but I know I've been over the seven years of PS3, I spent five minutes in home, and I spent zero dollars. Yeah. So they're probably lying. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd see a balance sheet before I uh, before I made a judgment on that. So. 
Capcom has apparently put a hard limit on sequels. For instance, if a game doesn't sell over 2 million copies, then we have to put the brakes on any plans for a sequel. So that means if we're going by, you know, as of July, uh, Dead Rising 3, The New Devil May Cry, Street Fighter X Tekken, and Dragon's Dogma have all not made $2 million. Or not sold 2 million copies, sorry. You excuse me if I don't believe the company behind Street Fighter Super 3 Alpha 6 if, when they say that they're not going to put sequels out. This time with more Tekken. <laughs> hey, is well, Tekken X the... Street Fighter ever coming out? <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah. yeah, I actually forgot about that. It's, it's where they uh, switch it to where it's... Wasn't it Street Fighter... Tekken versus Street Fighter. With, one uh, did come out, and the other one has not come out. <laughs> yeah, one was Tekken and Street Fighter with uh, Street Fighter's control scheme, and the other one's going to be with Tekken's control scheme. Yeah, the Tekken one hasn't come out yet. Like, I, mean, I guess they're only expecting fighting game fans to buy that because n- nobody the hell else is going to care. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'll believe Capcom's not going to do sequels when never. Yeah, yeah I don't. <laughs> Let's just hope Square Enix doesn't start doing using the, that logic. No, Actually, I hope they do. Well, it's a joke because they think everything's a failure. <laughs> no, I want them to reboot Final Fantasy. <laughs> well, technically, they're supposed to do it every t- time there's a new one. Yeah, that's. <laughs> no, I want to like tear the whole thing now. down. Cool, because oh, I know 15 is in 13 universe, so pretty much they've made like everything. Is going to be like all in 13's universe, which I mean, hey. Well, I no, guess. that's that's because so, 15 was originally a 13 game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess when you make me read so much much text about the history of the uh, place. Mm. Thankfully, God, once again, 13-2 doesn't do that. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you really, you want to really like, really enjoy the game? You have to get through this slog of a first game before you can really <laughs> yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, you you want to get to the other one? Yeah, you've got to sit through pretty much what is the equivalent of food poisoning. <sighs> well, this is the company that put out a crappy MMO and then had to reboot it to make a good MMO. Yeah, they're never going to break even on that. Actually, apparently, it's doing quite well. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I have three of my friends like adore it. Like they play it all the time. I liked it. I just didn't have time. I was, I thought it was a really good game with some really interesting systems, but I did not have time to play it. I just kind of figured they'd have to be trying to offset the cost of making two games. Well, I mean, the company itself is in trouble. Oh, yeah. I mean, who are they going to merge with this time? Uh, Wasn't there a rumor? With Enix. Yeah, no, somebody was supposed Somebody to was talking about buying Square Enix. But I, I guess think they, they could said, merge with Capcom, you know. They were yeah, getting sure. uh, wanting to get bought out not too long ago. We'll call them Cap Squeenix or something. I don't know. Square no, like Capcom SE. Yeah. <laughs> <I can> <laughs> <work>. <laughs> if they use that name, they owe me a quarter. They do. For every time they use it. Yeah. <sighs> That'll buy a lot of Chrono Trigger merchandise. And maybe you can and buy if it. If they put it out, I'll buy it. Maybe they can buy, you can go buy that Super Famicom from that. 
Just to play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> God, I can beat Chrono Trigger again before before ever does. Before yeah. I beat it. Yeah, you probably could. No, we should do that. Like, see how quickly Randall can beat it before Robert gets yeah, through I it, and he's Randall like, doesn't have to read the text because he can remember. He can probably recite the damn thing. I do still read the text. You can't really skip through it. That's how much he loves the story. He just keeps reading the text no matter how many times. It's a good story. Control. I, I I can't fairly remember if these have a good story or not, but I do have both these movies on VHS sitting on a shelf. Jim Henson's, or Disney and Jim Henson are working on a sequel to Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. Not Labyrinth. Not Labyrinth now? We I thought they were the working. story on that. Yeah, no. Variety, big... <laughs> Serves me right for trusting Variety. Um, Variety screwed up on that. They are working on a, a Dark Crystal sequel and Fraggle, a Fraggle Rock movie. They does that, are, mean, sorry, does that mean they'll admit that a Dark Crystal movie actually exists? <laughs> you can hope. Um, but they are not working on a Labyrinth movie. They said something to the effect of... It's something that they they toss around a lot and during mo- uh, meetings, but they don't have anything in development now. Hmm. Unfortunately. Hmm. Oh, we liked both of those movies. On the good no, on the good side, even if they, it takes them ten years to get around to it, I'm fairly sure David Bowie can still play Jareth because he will probably look fucking younger at that point somehow. <laughs> so true. I swear he's actually is his character from the uh, with, uh the hunger. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Well, I'm sure Daniel will be happy to know that Deadpool is going to be set in the X Men universe. So, yep. I don't. That, it didn't have to be, but I figured it would. Well, I mean, it's Fox is doing it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's because they can, because he's a mutant. Well, they have the rights to them, sadly, but... Yeah, yeah, they have the rights to all mutants from the Marvel Universe. But you know what? what they really need to do is have some type of cameo with Wolverine, where Deadpool either sends them an exploding cigar, just something stupid that oh, Deadpool they will. does to piss off Wolverine. Well, they're apparently doing it so that they can set up movies with X-Men in the future, whatever... Because they want to basically follow the model that everybody's going to follow at this point—the Marvel movie model. As long yeah, as they make good no movies, that's like that's kind of the key. The movie actually has to be good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which hey, as Sony's finding out with Spider-Man. To be hey. fair, X-Men is doing fairly well so f- for the last yeah. few efforts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they all think. Th- they all seem to think that because Marvel did this whole weird interconnected series of movies that everybody can do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's true. Yeah, it <laughs> really no, no, it still can't get anything but Batman really going. The, this well, Batman versus Superman movie, I just want to see because I want to see how badly they screw it up. Oh, man. It's going to be terrible. I have here's the here's the problem with that movie. I have the utmost faith. I actually like Henry Cavill in Man of Steel. I thought he did well with the role. And Bat, and Superman is a character I don't like. So that says a lot. I have the utmost faith in Affleck. Um, 
I don't have I, faith in the script writers. <laughs> I have faith in Gina, or not, I can't believe I almost said Gina Grant, of in uh, the other chick that was in Fast and Furious 6 that ended up being, being Wonder Woman. Oh, I can't oh, oh, what's her face? Skinny, bland uh, model woman. Skinny, bland model woman. That, She's that, not skinny. You're being helpful. But I have faith in her. I have faith in everybody involved with that movie, in, including the script, because it's Chris Terrio who wrote Argo. The one nope. person I do not have faith in is Zack fucking Snyder. But hey, like he made Sucker Punch. That was a feminist icon. Don't yeah. even get me started, man. Uh, the most that movie could have been statement. so much better. Uh, I, I liked Watchmen, but it wasn't because of Zack Snyder. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And 300. And 300 was good. 302 was but not. But you have to... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. 302 was fine. It wasn't a, It wasn't as good as the first one, but that's what... that. I think 300 was a very exposing movie for Zack Snyder because he wasn't involved in that in any way. And no, it doesn't have the same resonance as the first film because it's a sequel and a, and a cash-in sequel at that. But visually... Story-wise, it wasn't really that much worse than eight hundred or than three hundred. And eight hundred, <laughs> eight hundred, three hundred, twenty, whatever. Yeah, so, song. would you yeah. got? Are you guys for or against Brainiac being the villain if they ever get to a Justice League movie? Why? Well, I mean, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Once we get like him and Lex, sure. Because they can't my... do Dark Side because Marvel's basically going to beat <laughs> them to Dark Side. <laughs> yeah. With... Yeah, with uh, with their dark Thanos. Side. Thanos. Thanos is gonna is is their dark side. It was actually created as a ripoff on Dark Side. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna get to him first, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> they already did get to him first. Yeah, yeah they did yeah. in Guardians. <laughs> um, but there, I would say there are better villains they can use than Brainiac. He's fine, but yeah, I would I rather can. see him in a Superman, a straight Superman movie. Than an overall one. Here's think- my problem with Brainiac. How much is it going to feel like to the people that have never picked up the comic book as a ripoff of Ultron? I don't think so much. A little bit, maybe. I mean, but depending on the how same- they do it, but I could, I can easily see where it looks. It ends up being a ripoff of Ultron, or. DC sees how. Uh, I think the list the of worries on it. the Justice League movie that's that's pretty low on the list though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. I would I would rather them see see them do a um, uh, League of Doom type situation where it was a bunch of smaller villains rather. Wouldn't than that require them to have a bunch of movies that had actually developed supervillains already? No. Oh. Yeah, you don't need a whole movie to develop a supervillain. No, but a bunch like the reason why it would work if it, if they did it on the Marvel side is because they've got all these individual movies which have introduced supervillains that would be recognized. DC hasn't done that. I would say you would need to establish the the hero characters. You don't need to establish like you don't need to establish uh, 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 Cheetah. As a as a, as a supervillain and explore her motivations or anything. No, not so much need that. To throw but her in they there have to have one. at least faced and been defeated by someone in the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, they would basically have to use all of Batman's villains 
because there's nobody else that a lot of people would probably know. But their other option is using one giant overarching villain, which is exactly what Marvel's doing. Yeah. At least this, they're doing something different. And if they can actually make it work, then better. More power. And that takes takes back to my point, is that for an overarching villain, it has to be one that would be too much for just Superman to handle. And that gets, it's got to be Brainiac or Darkseid or... Doomsday. Maybe Doomsday. I I don't want him to do Doomsday. Neither do I, but... Or it, it would have to be something that big. Early on. And, and Brainiac fits into that category, so I think you have to go with that. Actually, here's how you could do it. Depending on how they're doing Batman versus Superman and Lex's involvement in it... You could do Luther. You could have... If Luther isn't the primary villain that, that they end up going up against, and I assume he's not going to be, then he establishes himself as a threat in, the, in, in Batman versus Superman, and then he assembles the list, the group of pointless nobody super villain. Or you could do Vandal the- Savage. That's the only other one I could think of. Yeah. But I think he's more of a Flash villain, so... Uh... Not really. Well, the other thing you could do is tap into your TV universe and develop the smaller villains there, and then throw them together on the big screen, but they're never going to do that. They've already said that they're not doing that. Because their their TV universe is doing a lot better than their movie one. Yeah, really. Which is why I don't want them to do that because I don't want them to fuck up the TV shows trying to shoehorn them into the movies. Dude, I was sold on Flash from the minute they walked past a cage that said Grodd. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that is what I wanted to see. Somewhere in this universe is a super intelligent gorilla. (laughs) Or, you know what? (laughs) They never even have to reference the gorilla again. The fact they just threw that in there. Yeah. No, that's the thing. He doesn't have to show up. You know he's out there. Right. (laughs) Yeah, but wouldn't you say that uh, having Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. be involved with the Captain America movie really helped? No. I I think it helped Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not so much the Captain America. Well, yeah, but either way, it helps one of them. I would say, and this is from somebody who was actually a fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all the way through. I never had a point where I was like, okay, this is getting really bad. And that's because I'm a Marvel apologist a little bit. But (laughs) I stopped watching by episode three. um, You really should give it another try. But um, I think that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could have done a lot, would have been better off if it had not been tied to Captain America 2. See, here's my thing: is is I watched the Winter Soldier because they said it was. I would have watched it anyway, but I made sure to watch it before the episode where everything went to hell. And mm-hmm. so did my wife because she wanted to watch the show. And we we're trying to think what would it have been like if we hadn't seen the movie. And I don't know. I'd I'd have to find someone who watched the show without seeing that movie before it happened. Uh, yeah, because I started I, watching the show again after I saw the movie. Actually, I saw like pieces of the movie or the show and I didn't see and didn't see the movie until like 4th of July. But see that so, I what? feel like um if they hadn't needed to hold off as long as they yes. did because of when the movie was coming out, 
they wouldn't have lost as many viewers as they did. Yeah, that was a lot of the problem, is they had to wait for the Winter Soldier before yeah. they could move forward. And they didn't do badly. The first half of the season isn't as bad as people say. No, not at but all. But they clearly had to stall until the Winter Soldier. That was, And the schedule slip was the problem. They yep. couldn't air episodes of the show until it happened. Right. Um, I think it was an interesting experiment. I think I assume they'll probably try it again. Someone will. I don't know if it would work a second time. It was just a weird confluence of this movie was coming out at the right time and the show was cre- was climaxing at the right time. I, I don't know if you can set that up again and have it work the same way. I think you could if you, the movie came out in like frickin' November. Yeah. Yeah, there's no it way there's a Marvel movie Thor. coming out in November anymore. No, that's the, the blockbusters start coming out around Thanksgiving again. Yeah, Hunger Games. Hunger Games uh, and Lord of the Rings are pretty much all rings. that's left. Um, so you're saying Thor didn't do well enough in the movie because Thor? it came out in November? Thor The Dark World did not do well. Yeah, it well, did. No, but it wasn't well, it because all, it didn't it did come out in right, May. But it didn't do as well as the rest of the... It's definitely one of the weakest Marvel movies. And I liked it. But I recognize that the Thor universe hasn't caught on quite like the rest of them has. Yeah, because yeah, there's more fantasy involved, and not everybody's into that. Well, it's ironic because the Loki was the the villain of Avengers, but I just the Thor the Tart movie is almost separate from the rest of the of the of them in a in a way that's different. Like they're all separate movies, but Thor seems so insular. It's by itself. Yeah. Yes, it is. I mean. That was the hardest one to get my wife to sit through. Yeah, I don't she, think my wife's ever going to watch it. She could deal with Iron Man and Captain America, all that, because it's based in reality. But, like, she's like, uh, I don't know if I could deal with all this world switching and having to learn about different planets and whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a <laughs> bit more comic booky and out there than the rest of them. I'm just saying because of the amount of money that Marvel movies make, they're going to want them in the summer blockbuster season. They will, but they will. They're always going to put. Or they're they're going to try to put movies during the during the holiday season. Because like, even those ones aside, this this year we've got Big Hero Six, we've got Interstellar. Um, okay, you think the Netflix is, shows will be used in the winter? Huh? Like they'll release the Netflix shows in the winter, maybe. Possibly. Oh, yeah. Um. I think. I think it depends on... Well, I'm just saying, they're not going to do... Guardians of the Galaxy 2 isn't going to come out in November. Well, no, that's already coming out in August of... Maybe like a... Not, this is going to sound terrible, but maybe like a Black Panther movie Actually, would be their November well, release. Well, you have to realize, though, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was thrown... Until this year, August was a dead time for movie. Well, yeah, no, and I know, they didn't expect it to do well, but now that it has... Yes. Um, let me see, because I know that they already have those dates. They already have dates set out, and I'd swear there's at least two November dates. Yeah, they have dates set out, but they haven't said what movies are attached to. I should have no. Captain America got a, another not summer release. I think it'll, it'll be like March, April, though. It'll be early. Let me late. see. Um, they have blah, 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 blah. 
No, this only shows the ones that are... So, yeah, that doesn't... Never mind, ignore me right now. No, I, I know they've put out dates, or tentative dates at least, but they haven't attached movies. You can probably guess some of them, but they haven't attached movies to them. Correct. They have one for November 2017. So the next set, the next set of movies are May. They are mostly obviously in summer, but yeah. May 2015 was Avengers 2. July 17th is Ant-Man. Uh, May 6, 2016 is all from here on. They're all nothing official. Yeah. Uh, May 16th is probably Guardians 2. Uh, pro- or Cap 3, one of the two. Or Cap 3. Uh, July 6, July 8th. Um, which was because they're trying to do a new movie franchise, new movie franchise thing. Yeah. So probably like Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, May- Doctor Strange is supposed to be the next one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then May 2017, July 2017, November 2017, May 2018, and November 2018. And one of those has got to be Miss Marvel, right? They got to do. They got to do. They got to do their Wonder Woman before DC manages to actually put out a Wonder Woman movie. Let me right? tell you, if they do not put out a Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel movie, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> he even said I'm gonna be pissed, so I, you know. Well, I think they'll do it just to shove it in DC's face that they could do a female superhero movie before DC could even get Wonder Woman off the ground. Yep. Yeah. At this point. They Marvel could have a turd against the wall before DC gets a movie, you know. Well, they just made the top grossing movie of the year out of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a comic that nobody read. <laughs> yep. But damn it, when you got a talking raccoon and a tree that says nothing and a awesome soundtrack and then just everything comes through the way. If I could watch that movie right now, I would be very happy. I know. Yeah. Right. Let, and let's but, be clear, they have the top two grossing movies of the year. Yeah, well, yeah at least until America's Hunger Games it. comes out. Well, yeah, and then they'll have the second and third best grossing films of the year. Because teenagers are stupid. It's you a good Maybe Big Hero 6 will do something. Could happen. Yeah. It, it'll yeah, be all right. It looks like it'll be at least fun. Yeah. And another of- thing that could happen in that schedule... What do you think would happen if uh, somebody ends up selling the rights back to Marvel for Spider-Man? Hell will have frozen over. Not oh. going to happen. However, there are rumors right now that, and this has been, this is like rumors coming from a lot of different places, that while Fox is basically putting their foot down and saying, no, we want nothing to do with Marvel, uncoincidentally, Fantastic Four comic books been canceled. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sony is supposedly moving in the other direction and they are willing to do things to allow some sort of ties between the Spider-Man franchise and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because Sony's smart. They want some of that money. Coincidentally, Sony's Spider-Man movies are terrible. Right, and that's why I'm wondering if you could see something like that where maybe a joint movie between the two where Sony gets some of the money from it. That would be possible. I think it could happen, but even though those Spider-Man movies are terrible, they would have to completely stop making money for Sony to consider it. 
Well, I mean, aren't haven't they kind of already canceled the Sinister Six and Sinister nothing confirmed? Six yet. is still coming out technically. And, yeah, they're 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 the next Spider-Man movie is still going to make money, so they're not gonna. Yeah, but they pushed it back like t- till 2018. I mean, by then, who knows what the hell is gonna happen? Yeah, yeah. I'm it, saying there's a possible, there's more of a possibility of Sony doing it than than Fox because the X Men are still making money, like lots of money. Yeah, yeah. And the yeah, movies I, are good. The one that's the, keep in mind, they're about to put out a Fantastic Four movie that we don't know what it's going to do. We don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, they can change their mind really quick about wanting to associate with Marvel after that. My guess is it's going to be terrible, but that's just me. Aren't they fighting with Marvel over the license anyway? Yep. Well, no, they're, they've been really back and forth with them about it. At one point, there was question as to which characters was sort of like a, a Scarlet Witch Quicksilver thing over yeah. owned the rights to, I don't remember what Fantastic Four characters it was. I think uh, it was it's the, the Scrolls. Was it the Scrolls or the Inhumans? It uh, could be both, but they, I believe they determined that Fox can, can has exclusive rights to Super Scroll because he yeah. uses the Fantastic Four's powers, but both sides can use the Skrulls as a general race. Yeah. And I it's know that, that kind Marvel of situation. Has, the in, has the rights to Inhumans. Well, Marvel clearly has the rights to Inhumans because of things that I'm not allowed to talk about because I don't want to spoil TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh well, oh. supposed spoilers. It's it's, a, it's, suppo- sure. it's theoretical. It's not a real spoiler, yeah. but I mean, yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, and probably and it's very likely. We I would, we probably know, but they could easily trick us because it is a Whedon show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Speaking of spoilers, or maybe spoilers. Mm-hmm. Robbie Downey Jr. has confirmed Iron Man 4, but everybody else is talking about Navy. We don't get you confirmed Chris it Hems- and said no. Yeah. Confirmed it, then said they're talking, then said I don't know, then said whatever, then yeah. You mean I they're going to make another Iron Man movie? Yeah. I had no clue that that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently we may not get Captain America and Thor as we know them right now, at least the real actors, because they That's want always more been money. the plan, though. They're not gonna. So, I think there's a lot of freaking out about that, and I don't think it's anything that we need to freak out about, because people are drawing a lot of coincidences over the fact that, okay, Evans and Hemsworth have one movie left on their contracts. Not so coincidentally, in some people's eyes, all of a sudden Thor's a woman in the comic books, and Captain America is Captain America. I don't think there's any correlation. I really don't. Well, at the same time, that's what the plan's always been. They recast the Hulk three times. Those were more out of necessity, though. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's, it, the comic books recast all the time. It's, yes. you know. They, and, and don't get me wrong. They will have to recast. If they yeah. want to keep Thor and Cap going, they will have to recast them at some point. But I don't think that they are not going to re-sign these actors because of salary demand. No, it's not going to be that. This isn't, this isn't a Terrence Howard situation where yeah. he was asked, or, or, or an Edward Norton situation where Howard was, a, 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 I'll do credit to him, an entirely unessential part of the Iron Man film. 
And Edward Norton came off a movie that was, well, much better than Ang Lee's Hulk. Still not very good. Not as profitable as Iron Man. And the second, and he was notoriously difficult to work with, anyways. So they just didn't want to deal with it. Right. They're going to re-sign Evans and Hemsworth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and really, I hate to put it this way, but it's not like either one of them are tearing it up with other movies that they've been doing. That's that's Uh, a fair and true statement. I thought the F1 movie with Hemsworth wasn't too bad. Rush was really good. Well, I mean, I'm not saying he hasn't done good movies. They just haven't done blockbusters. Yeah, Chris Evans has done, like, what? Like, nothing since? No, he's done a couple. He's done Snowpiercer, which was fantastic. But it was a foreign film, essentially. It was all English, but it was made in South Korea. Um, He's able to do stuff that he wants to do and not worry about yeah. If it makes money or not, exactly, and that's a, where both of them are right now. Yeah, because why would they want? Why would they want to get out of the role that has basically made them, yep, rich, yeah. famous, and popular? Yeah. All they have to do is look at look at look at Downey and look at how much he made when he signed for Avengers two and three. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Besides, it's kind of hard for Marvel to say we can't afford to sign these two actors, right. given that. <laughs> yeah, when we give Downey how much damn money. Well, not even that. Their movies make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Obscene amounts of money. Stupid amounts of money. And it, yeah, if that is one of those rare situations where people say this all the time about people, but about you know franchise roles. But that is one of those rare situations where if they tried to recast Hemsworth or Evans at this point, audiences would reject the movies after that. I think. I think they have to finish the Avengers trilogy yeah. before they exactly. even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, James Bond got recast like a dozen times, so it's possible to do. Yeah. I mean, no, but is absolutely. it possible that they could just do Iron Man with, say, the Guardians and then a couple others and not even have Captain America and Thor in it? That's something that that the Avengers 3 is rumored to be, is that they're going to they're going to bring in a new team and that will free up Evans and Hemsworth and possibly Downey for to do other films to do a fourth Iron Man or a fourth because they'll still have that one film commitment yeah but we're speculating about a third movie that hasn't even been exactly published. yeah the second movie hasn't come out yet the yeah. only reason we know that they that they're going to be in another movie is their contract. Yeah, everybody's yeah. assuming it's going to be Avengers three, but it might not. Right, but it will be. <laughs> you never know. It's Whedon. He could kill off Cap five minutes into the Avengers two. Yeah. Oh, he's going to kill. He's going to kill someone off by the end of the trilogy. Yeah, I mean, he could you. kill off Thor, and then the third Avengers movie is Civil War. It should be. be Ew. Yeah, oh! I say he kills off Iron Man. Oh, do not get me excited like that, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, Are you I say, kidding? I say he kills off Iron hey, Man. Think about it. it. Seems like they're going more for the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh my God, point, that would but... be fantastic. Yeah, but I don't know how they could do Civil War in a single movie. 
They can't do Civil War. There's no that way. would have to be like two parts or something. Well, yeah. it's, not it's a terrible storyline. Why would they do it anyway? Individual it's movies. a brilliant storyline. Okay, it's a brilliant concept for a storyline that they did badly. They ended it badly. That's the only. Yeah. That's the part I will agree with you on. They ended it badly because they made one person out to be the right person and one person out to be the wrong person. Yes, like I said, they wrote the whole thing badly. It required Tony Stark, millionaire, uh, guy in a suit who's all about not being government controlled, be the guy on the side of the government. <laughs> I never had a problem with that because I can. He's always been very futurist thinking, and I can see him saying, "Okay, well, here's the worst. Here's the least bad situation for me." And yeah, I, I, the way they did spur this whole thing was massive loss of life by people mm-hmm. who were being more flamboyant than cautious. Yes. Easy I think they do. could do a Civil War idea if they don't do it superheroes versus superheroes. If they do it, like, the world turns against superheroes or something. But Does I don't think you... X-Men at that point, then? <laughs> yeah. Kind of. It'd actually be more like The Incredibles, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you could do something more like that rather than trying to make people like to pit favored superheroes against each other in a movie. I don't think it works as a movie. I think it works as a I think good if you were up. doing I, if it were a TV show, I'd say you could do it, but I don't think you can do it as a movie. Well, see, if you did it as a movie where you had a disaster happen in one movie and then you have movies where it continues to fall out and then in the final movie you have the big resolution, mm-hmm. big battles and resolution to it. Basically, like you had with Avengers, you had each person introduced. You had the overall; they're kind of coming together. You're establishing that it's the same universe, and then everything just happens at once in the Avengers movie. I still think that nothing like this is going to happen until we get through Avengers three, though, because Avengers three has got to be Thanos, right? Yeah. Unless they leave him for unless they leave him for Guardians two. See, people say that, but. Since Guardians wasn't expected to be what it became, do you honestly think that Thanos was tabbed for Guardians? Well, there's I don't no, think it doesn't they, mean that they can't have him in both. No, yeah. I'm not yep. saying that. I'm just saying I'm saying the initial plans because Avengers was the tentpole. Thanos was the original plan for Avengers. Absolutely, he was. Um, but they were the original plan was also and say you know them doing corporate speak all you want. I actually believe this in this case. I don't think Whedon actually planned to come back for the second one until they until he got a storyline that he could actually go with. I suppose and so that could have easily thrown off the Thanos plan. Not that they can't work it back in, but. Uh, mm. I don't think you do the tease uh, with Thanos. So the problem far. is it's so interconnected now that it's hard to see where they can go without doing that. They have to do Thanos somewhere because he was introduced in Guardians. Yeah, but they and can we, always yeah. explain that he was they can always explain that they threw the initial tease in at the end of Avengers to introduce him and throw him over to Guardians. And then just include him in the Guardians franchise, if that's what they want to do. I'm not saying that that's what they're going to do. 
Yeah, I thought he'd be like the big bad guy of the entire like trilogy, the Avengers. Since the Infinity Gauntlet, he did kind of wreck the shit of everything. I mean, they can still do the Infinity Gauntlet for three. They could put the Guardians in Avengers 3. I mean, Uh, who would be against that? It'd be be a hell of a big movie. (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm almost hesitant for them to do the Infinity thing because I know clearly they're building to it. I mean, they're obviously going to. (laughs) Yes, but building to the Infinity Gauntlet opens them up for the fucking Illuminati bullshit. Well, I'm sure they won't do that. Oh, God. You never know. They can leave or, out, you know. Or the door's if they do been it, open. it could be done well, finally. <laughs> yeah, just because it was crappy in the past doesn't mean that they're going to automatically say, wow, this was crap. Let's do that exactly the same. I don't know. Have you seen how they're doing the, infin- the Illuminati right now in the comics? Because it's really, really bad. Well, I mean, hey, they don't have re- the rights to read Richard, so at least there's that one asshole out. <laughs> and, and Xavier. Yeah, yeah see, there you go. So you, there's part of your Illuminati, and it's fine. And they can, and the, the Illuminati can send a banner to, uh, you know, like fucking Narnia or something, or Scarra. And actually, or, technically, they don't have the rights to Namor either. No, they do. I thought they, Universal still had the rights nope, to name. They reverted like like uh, Ghost Rider. They reverted to oh, okay. to Marvel and Daredevil. Same thing. Yes. Let's not do Ghost Rider again. But Dude, Nicolas Cage is still alive. I really hope this doesn't mean that Nicolas Cage is going to do a Superman because that's no. You know the uh, worst part. Spirit of Vengeance is on Netflix, and I keep going, you know. <laughs> Have you seen so it yet? Bad. No, it's but it's terrible. right there. Don't. It wasn't worth the $2.50 ticket. I saw uh, the first one. I the first one is far, far better than the second one. Oh, well, that's terrible. The second one was boring. Oh, like, I consider so the first bad. one, the first one is not a good movie, but it's at least watchable when you accept that it comes from the not-quite-yet-golden-age-of-comic-book movies. Mm-hmm. Like, things were still allowed to be a little bit cheesy then, and there are some cool shots and stuff, and I actually like Cage as, as, as uh, uh, Johnny at that point. Skulls on fire, but it's good. Then they gave it to the people who made um, uh, Crank and Gamer and every other movie that makes it look like you. This, all the all they directors did was like drink every Red Bull in existence and write the script, and that's pretty much what happens with Ghost Rider. Better or worse than Gotham? Well, you don't like Gotham? It's all right. <laughs> It's watchable. I would say, I would say it's the Ghost Rider Two is much much worse than Gotham. Bret Hart gives it a four out of ten. Oh, all right then. <laughs> so it's Triple H good. And speaking of things that are four out of ten, fucking Final Fantasy Thirteen just gave me how to deep how to fix buffs twenty seven hours into this game. Do they? Think I am brain dead. Yeah, the worst part is you need to know that. <laughs> I already knew how to do that. But you need to know how to do that because it's important for every single boss fight. 
Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> but oh, cheese and rice, people. Cheese and rice. You are going to quit this game before you finish. <laughs> I will. I have my fall break. I have two more days left of it. I will finish this. Bitch. I guarantee he gets to chapter eleven. He gets to the open world with all those quests, and he runs oh. across one that just beats the crap out of him, and he gives up. Yep. I uh, guarantee it. I'll show you. You'll see. <laughs> okay. That's right. If you are that willing to put yourself through that much torment just to... I wow. can't believe his first, if he does this, the first JRPG he beats is Final Fantasy thirteen. Right? <sighs> I mean, it's funny because I've started Final Fantasy seven like ten times. You're putting I've, this much effort into a game that isn't worth it. I know. Yeah. And I have Perno Trigger, and I have Final Fantasy One that I'm playing, which Red Mage is awesome. Ugh. Yeah, it, it's funny. I don't know. I, I think it's because I got it from the library. Not even kidding. Like, if I bought this game, like I bought Mass Effect, it would have sat on the shelf, just like Mass Effect. So you can't take it back to the library unfinished? Nope. Because the librarians will know. They'll judge him. And I'm never going to finish it. <laughs> the library's... The librarians probably don't even know you can rent games from there. No, they, they didn't. Like, I showed them and they're like, oh my god, you could do this? I'm like, yeah. They're like, wow, you know, that, there's some people that are really interested in that. And I'm like explaining to them how to do it. And they're like, do you need a job? <laughs> Damn, I wish people offered you jobs like that here. Yeah, because like, I can do, I pretty much already figured out the timing on their, uh, on the holding books and stuff, they're like, wow, you figured out the timing better than almost everybody else. I'm like, it's not that hard. <laughs> wow. I mean, hey, that's how you read a hundred chapters of Bleach in a day. Ugh. So if somebody lives near Robert and is listening to this podcast, can you take this copy of Final Fantasy 13 back to the library for him? <laughs> Please. <laughs> it will be good for him. It probably will be, and the funny thing is that uh, th- yeah, we this... don't want to want you to get ruined from JRPGs or. No, you see, it's yeah. funny. Like, I already know, like I, I already know, like it, it's all uphill from here. Like the only other Final Fantasy game that I own that could probably be worse is maybe Final Fantasy Two. If you Ooh, don't, well, don't get me started on Final Fantasy Two, because I own Final Fantasy Two. Don't play that game. Just don't. Play. This is this is like his introduction to shooters being Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> play a good JRPG. I mean, I've already started on a few of them. It's just you know I didn't finish. Kind of like I well, never keep playing those. <laughs> kind of like I've never finished Jade Empire. Uh, Which is really sad because that game's really good. Yes. And oh, I, you want to you want to play a wrestling game? Let me introduce you to WCW Nitro. <laughs> no, I'll introduce you to WCW Backstage Assault. That's the one. Backstage Assault was actually no, it was terrible. You know, it was interesting it for the Nitro fact that it was bad. all. That'd be like okay. Backstage. Once you get Backstage Assault, come back to me. We'll play WrestleMania Twenty One. WrestleMania Twenty One wasn't that terrible either. WrestleMania 21, the only thing that saved that game was that like, the story mode was really good because it had like a full story that was fully like, it had a beginning and an end and it had all the, you know, all the wrestlers gave 
great voice, not great, great voice acting, but you know, voice acting, and it was interesting. But yeah, the game was not that great. I mean, anyway, be- <laughs> you're going to ruin yourself for JRPGs by playing possibly one of the most terrible examples. Robert, you're going to turn yourself into Todd Vote. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Todd, oh, yeah, Todd, Todd. Vote doesn't want to be Todd. We only no. need one Todd. Don't be Todd. Yeah, nobody wants to be Todd. Not even Todd. We <laughs> uh, need to send him his copy of Lord the Shadow back sometime. I'm sure part of him is just like, okay, I don't care at this point. I really don't think, I doubt he cares all that much. I mean, hey, it's, it's a good game. It's better than Lord Shadow too. Well, the difference is at least Todd knows he shouldn't play Final Fantasy Thirteen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't do it. It was available, and I was curious as if it were see if it was really that bad. And now that you know, you can stop playing. But but I have to finish it. I mean, unlike most things in my life, I feel the need to finish this piece of shit. Oh, you know what? You can. Uh, at least he has the drive for it. Which is ironic. It's so ironic when you consider I'm still on episode 8 of Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Okay, let's try an experiment real quick. Robert, take out Final Fantasy, put in Chrono Trigger, and play it for an hour and see how you feel about it then. See if you have the drive to finish that then. That's true. Yep. I'm trying to think why why did I stop playing Chrono Trigger? I think it's because my DS ran out of like battery or something. I don't know. I'm really weird about handheld games. Why well, you can't that. charge it? I thought it was when you got uh. That's about when you got Castlevania, and then you wanted to finish that. Yeah, yeah. I got Lords of Shadow too. Yeah, I got like all these other games, and then I got other games, and I got other games, and I played other games, and then I started reading a lot of manga from the library. But yeah, see if put in another JRPG and see if you still have the drive to finish it. Yeah, you have such. uh, Seems like you get easily distracted. You don't say. Maybe you should. uh, Just you just might be at the point where you want to finish a JRPG, and that's the one you've been playing. So try playing a different one and see if it carries over. That, that is a good experiment. I'll have to try that sometime. You know, Jeez, but, of, you know, you have all these emulators of things. Go back and, you know, you have those CBA versions of 4, 5, and 6 coming. Why don't you, like, get yourself started on one of those before it comes? Oh, that way you can get excited for it. Like, I plan on jumping on that shit, like, back in on a cake. Like, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be great. At least those are three good ones. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, at least I didn't be like, yeah, I'm just going to go with Final Fantasy 2. Well, I was trying to make a segue for myself, but... uh, Oh, segues are great, especially if you're the owner of Segway and you kill yourself. Damn it, Robert. Why do you always have to ruin my segues? Because... Why else do we have it? Because I, I am like Nintendo with the Virtual Boy. I have to ruin everything. <sighs> there we go, Virtual Boy reference. Boom. Anyway. Alright. So, I was talking about emulators a second ago. Apparently people are really pissed that 
for some reason, only use their phones as an emulator device, that the iOS 8.1 kills emulators on Apple devices. To be fair, it was mainly made so that you couldn't have any unsigned software on your device because, you know, you can get very bad things downloaded that are not official on uh-huh. your device. But everybody's mad that you can no longer play a GBA emulator on your iPhone. Oh, I had buddies of mine that would do that. I was always jealous of them because I still have a Sony brick phone. It's great. All you people in your fancy technology. But that does suck that they can't play emulators anymore on their phones. I guess they'll have to find something else to do. It does suck, like but on the, the, on, uh, by the same token, like, what did they expect? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to emulate games. Right. The companies are taking the steps necessary to say that, by the way, we'd prefer you pay for our product. <laughs> right. It's not like we're not releasing a lot of these old games on the iOS anyway. Uh, I'm, not, I'm like, not saying I haven't emulated games or that I wouldn't. I'm just saying that I understand that the companies don't want you doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could be like Square Enix, who's like, here's Final Fantasy IV for the PC. Surprise. $15. Yeah, the funny because they have no idea about how pricing works. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was just like, because I was looking at Steam one day. I'm like, wait, this game's out. I didn't even know this was out. Like, no, like advertising, advertising at all, which is actually really stupid on their part. I'll give them credit though. The PC versions aren't bad. It's like the mobile versions shouldn't be fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think the mobile versions are fifteen as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because they like specially made the controls so that you can walk around better. I guess I don't, I don't know how that works, but it's no. I guess that's true because um, the Final Fantasy Tactics for it, it was it wasn't quite that bad, but it was like eleven, twelve. <laughs> uh, six is uh, fifteen ninety nine. Jesus. And four is fifteen ninety nine. Three is fifteen ninety nine. Also, emulator emulators so probably reason. destroy your battery on your phone too. <laughs> I would imagine so. If you're going to use an emulator, maybe not use a mobile device, <laughs> right? Yeah, really. I mean, I can't use a mobile device. <laughs> like the mail app on an iPhone kills the battery. I can't imagine how much an emulator does. Oh, really? I can't listen. I think I listen to like maybe podcasts is the only thing I can do at an entire work shift. If I try to watch Netflix in more than 30 minutes, it kills my battery. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and that's well, even as with it the should. An- <laughs> and that's even yeah. with the Android update that makes the battery last longer, but still i'm pretty sure like the battery on my phone is more or less a uh, dying hamster that is running around on a half broken rusty wheel <laughs> did it move over from one of your laptops uh, actually it did uh the laptop that like had the bios error that i sent to india that came back and broke after three months later yeah, I'm pretty sure it's using that battery because that battery can only like stay charged for like 30 minutes before it's like, you need to plug it up, bitch. Okay. 
Uh, I have no idea how we're going to do a Miss TV series, but it's happening for some uh, weird what? reason. A what TV yes, series? Yes, the, the old-ass game Mist is getting a TV series and a companion game. Uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, we let have... me tell you what we're going to get. <laughs> we're going to get lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they're going to give us a Tetris movie. Oh, God. Don't get me started on that. What the... Is Rihanna going to be in this one, too? I wouldn't be surprised. It'll be Brianna playing with the blocks. <laughs> That'll be the only reference to Tetris. It'll be somebody playing the game. And the yeah, rest of it will be... be like, uh, us, we're sly. Like, I could see the concept of Mist as a TV show, but it's a horribly boring TV show that nobody watches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think maybe it needs to be spiced up, you know. Throw in some robot. <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna make a TV show and call it Mist, but it's not gonna be Mist. But how how are you gonna do that? The whole point of Mist is like trying to figure out puzzles. Like it's gonna be, be people lost on a mysterious <laughs> island. And there's gonna actually be other people on it, and they'll have to solve some <laughs> mystery of the island. It's lost. Yeah, it's gonna be lost. Pretty much. Again. I mean, and then it'll get canceled, and then nothing of value will be missed. Yes. Exactly. And then people will go and start watching tw- the Twin Peaks revival. Yeah. Well, that would actually be pretty good, though. I'm looking forward to that. Me too. I never watched Twin Peaks. I would hope I not. Just, I kind of missed the boat on that since I was like three. You know, there's this amazing <laughs> service called Netflix. Oh, that's great. I don't have that. I haven't subscribed. I can watch uh, The Wire. And by watch The Wire, I mean watch a whole season. It's also on Hulu. And then forget about it. Wait a minute. Or, watch a whole season of, of, of The Wire and then forget about it? Well, not really forget about it. It's just my mom took the remote to the uh, uh, Roku because she was getting tired of hearing my TV at four in the morning playing, uh, you know, that Tom White song. I'm up to season three now. Such I, a- st- I still don't know how you can forget about what happens on the wire, but yeah. No, I haven't forgotten about it. Like I, I will probably do just like I did with the first season. Like three mo- three four months later, I'll watch one episode, and then it's going to start back up again. <laughs> I'm just like I'm like an old crappy lawnmower. I'm really hard to get started on things sometimes, and I don't exactly work in the most fashionable way. But damn it, one other once I get going, I'm good. Well, speaking of things I would hope we can forget about soon, Lindsay Lohan apparently is not done with her suing Rockstar. Now she's claiming that the blonde model that's on the cover is apparently her. She understands that parody laws exist, right? So even if it is supposed to be her, she actually cannot do anything about it. She's, yeah. I assume she's representing herself. There's a lawyer that is more than willing to take her money while he files the suit. Yeah, there's there's nothing coming out of this. She's not getting any money, and she's an idiot. (laughs) 
pretty much. Alrighty, well, before everybody starts a mass exodus, I guess... Well, you're keeping me from watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, I have to catch up to The Walking Dead, so... I'm never going to catch up to The Walking Dead. That's what we call a Sean problem, not an us problem. (laughs) Okay, well, damn. I can just watch (laughs) Once Upon a Time instead. I have to watch it when the kid's asleep, because I'm trying to be a responsible parent, and watching a zombie show with a kid is probably bad. Hey, you could be like some parents that I've, I've, I've seen that went and fucking brought their four-year-old to Evil Dead. So, you know, you'll never be as bad as those people. I hope not. It's all five. Yeah. All right. So, guys, get to your plugs. Jeremy. Oh, Jesus Christ. How much time do we have? No. Um, <laughs> That's what my None. Go quick. Let's see. I've got uh, eight ball movies. Eight ball tomorrow in the in the movie zone. I don't know what it's going to be yet. Uh, music ball, eight ball. I did the top eight uh, John Lennon solo songs. Um, I had my. I've got my Doctor Who review. My Sons of Anarchy review. Uh, I am to music factor fiction. What what Randall is for games factor fiction now. Um, and I've probably done other stuff, too. There you go. Randall. Oh, me. Uh, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Wrestling News Experience After Dark podcast Wednesdays at 11-ish Eastern, depending on when I can get my son to go to sleep. But if you want to know when the show is going live, you can follow me on Twitter at Dave the Camel or join the TWNE After Dark Facebook group. And also, I'm in Factor Fiction Games every week because somebody's got to give real answers. Hey. <laughs> I give real answers. Hey. <laughs> that sounded particularly pointed. I don't know. I think Daniel's trying to make me mad some weeks. <laughs> no. I'm really not. I just go through, look for stuff I can make his questions, and then you get mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> I really have no ulterior motive on them. Here's here's this question that's going to try and get you to praise Microsoft. Why don't you do that? (laughs) Daniel. (laughs) Well, I have the aforementioned Games Factor Fiction. Goes live every Thursday. Uh, Randall will be in it this week and somebody else. (laughs) Probably Jeremy, because I haven't used Jeremy in a little while. (laughs) Cool. And I will crush you. Yeah, that's all I do. Uh, yeah, Todd probably thinks that I hate him or something. I think I've had like an RPG or MMO question a lot of the weeks. <laughs> he's well, like, how he knows he's doing four PC. <laughs> he's like, he's like the original quizmaster taught you well. It's like the original quizmaster didn't tell me anything. <laughs> well, it's just some. Weeks, that's the majority of the news. Yeah. That was not my fault that the big deal of the whole week was uh, Blizzard canceling Titan. It's not my fault. Uh, Robert? Oh, I died again. Fuck. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's see. What do I do? I don't really write anything anymore because I already write enough papers for school. Slacker. Uh, oh, you hush. Just give me a year and a half. I'll be teaching everybody's kids. Except for Randall's kids. Because Randall's That's a right. camp. Land of maple, syrup, hockey, and happiness. Only no creepers allowed. 
Right. <laughs> there are no barrels. No barrels are made. <sighs> With kegs. That's true. It is. They are kept frozen by the uh, frozen tundra of the icy winter that you threatened to send me on after I didn't send you those four PC answers. Anyways, uh, no, actually, no, I did send you those. I just missed the your final one, and I felt like a jackass because I am a jackass. Anyways, speaking of me being a jackass, uh, listen to me being a jackass on the Radlitz Broadcasting Network, which is a. Uh, blogtalkradio.com slash 411mmaradio. Uh, there you have the Metal Hammer of Doom, which will be back this week. Isn't it this week? I think it's this week. Is it this week? It's mm. this week. It's this week. Uh, myself and the old man, Mark Radlich, are going to be reviewing the new Cannibal Corpse album. It's going to be great. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be gruesome, and I'm going to love it. So uh, tune in Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern standard time for that. It's going to be great. It's going to love it. I'm going to love it. It's going to be great. And then uh, there's this podcast. There's the uh, also on the Rattlers Network. There is from Cheat Seats, which is Jason, Jesse Starcher, Jason Teasley. Love those guys. They talk sports. I'm supposed to be on there, but I always forget to be on there. They just kind of go on without me, which is fine. I mean, we're already like in the week six of the NFL, so I, I, I'm behind. And then uh, finally, speaking of things I'm behind on, Sentai Rider Podcast, it's going to be back, I promise, this week. I've got a three-hour podcast split into two hour-and-a-half podcasts because Hunter and I talked the finale of Kamen Rider Gaim for over three hours. So yeah, it, that, was, that was a fun way to spend a Monday night talking for three hours. Not too far out of my realm of comfort. But yeah, uh, pay attention for that this week. We're also going to have a review, hopefully, of the new Kamen Rider series. Kamen Rider Drive is awesome. And the uh, new Garo anime, Garo uh, Sealed Flames. So, uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S-E-N-T-I-T-A-I-R-I-D-E-R Podcast. And uh, yeah, just kind of look out for us. That's awesome. That's all I got. Sean, go do things. All right. Uh... I have Games Top 5. It's out every Saturday morning. It features a usually John Cash, usually Daniel at this point, and then some other random person, sometimes me. Uh, this week it was the Top 5 Games featuring Aliens because of Alien Isolation coming out next week. I have no idea yet. I'll figure it out at some point tomorrow. Did anybody have Destroy All Humans? Yeah. Yes. There was one person. That's mm-hmm. good. I did. Uh... Then I also am the quiz master for four-player co-op, since Randall retired. That makes it, like, three things in a row that I take over for Randall for. So I'm like... You could have just let something die. (laughs) I couldn't. Somebody would have bothered me. Uh, So, yeah, uh, the questions will get sent out at some point, either right now when we get done, or in the morning to the the two people that are normally on, and then you two guys, Mr. Randall and Mr. Jeremy, since you guys haven't been on in a while. Oh. Uh, and, I, I've, of course, this podcast will be back on Sunday, 11 p.m. Eastern Live, and we are also available on demand on Stitcher, TuneIn and iTunes, and on 41mania.com, which hopefully Jeremy can approve this as soon as I mail it to him in, like, a couple minutes. And... 
That depends. We're we're we're, we're still cutting into Walking Dead time here. So <laughs> there's also the rest of the Mass Podcast, which will be live tomorrow night, midnight Eastern, after Raw. We will be reviewing whatever that TNA Bound for Glory was. TNA uh, Bound for me to not watch it. Yeah. You want to know how bad? You want to know how bad this was? Look at how many comments we got on the Bound for Glory. Um, like we got, I think, I think Larry said it was a grand total of eighty-eight comments on the live pay-per-view coverage thread. What's the average? No, I've seen Raw. Isn't Raw like fucking twenty thousand? No, it doesn't get that high, but it gets in the hundreds for Raw. How many? Yeah. Did, how many did Demarco's column get? <laughs> oh God! Hell of a lot. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the one about. How Bound for Glory is a waste of time. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> Which uh, half of them were people that don't read <clears throat> and didn't see the part where he blatantly says about three or four times it contains spoilers and then still bitch about it having spoilers later. Yeah, my favorite one is the one that they looked at, like, Lambert's column, and they're like, meh, 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 meh. Oh, you know, this shit's just a shit. Oh, meh, 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 meh. When, like, a lot of the other ones are like, oh, you know, this is getting a lot better lately. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they feel like it's the whole site's issue when they have yes. a problem Let's, with one person. DeMarco got 115. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Lambert got 40. So there we go. That is 155 comments, which is a Twice lot. as many as the yeah. as the live coverage thread. And then, of course, the, uh, the actual um, uh, final report always gets less. And it's prob- I, I would venture to say it's probably not even... I saw one. Yeah. Let's, let's see here. Because, yeah, uh, I mean, I was really, like, considering not, like, watching oh, No, it. no, nope. We got up to 11. Wow. Oh, shit. Your wrestling promotion in North America, ladies and gentlemen. I love that. <laughs> just hard to believe was bound for glory. I'm like, yeah, it was really, like, bound for half assery. <laughs> like, Jesus. This thing's more half ass than the story of Final Fantasy 13. Oh, no, it goes back to that. Okay, let me finish up with the Football to Football podcast, which we did a season preview on hockey last Monday, which Randall was not a part of, which he should have been, but I know he has a child and is busy. Uh, Plus, who cares about hockey anyways? Well, Randall does. It's just a bunch of toothless people whacking each other into a board. Yeah? (laughs) What's your point? (laughs) I actually really, really want to get into hockey this year. If the DDR... Loud. You just yeah. functionally described ECW, Robert. <laughs> oh. Except the Hurricanes are going to suck, I'm sure. So, oh, actually, yeah, it is ECW because the, uh, half the fans are a bunch of crazy people, aka Canadian. <sighs> anyway, please, there's like three quarters of us. <laughs> That's it. So, until next week, everyone, uh, play some games. Have a good week. See you later. Happy Randall. Thanksgiving. Randall. Uh, Oh, that's right. It is Canadian Thanksgiving. Peace.